ButcherBox makes it easy and convenient to get the highest quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef, organic free-range chicken, heritage breed pork, and wild-caught seafood without any antibiotics or added hormones delivered straight to your door. For me, I love their ribeye steak with a smoke and reverse sear, their tender belly bacon, which is some of the best uncured bacon on planet Earth. ButcherBox partners with people, small farmers included, that treat their animals in the best possible way and never give any added antibiotics or hormones. When you join, you choose your box and delivery frequency. You can cancel at any time without any penalty, and ButcherBox delivers amazing and fresh meat right to your door in a 100% recyclable box. For a limited time only, get free chicken nuggets for a year and 10% off your first box when you sign up today and use the code WP. That's a 22-ounce bag of gluten-free organic chicken nuggets in every order for a year when you sign up at butcherbox.com forward slash WP and use the code WP. Welcome to Western Contours Podcast. Sharing experiences, providing insight, and looking for solutions to become better hunters. Whether you're chasing bugles over the next ridge, sitting a stand out east, this is about passion. Pursuing our dreams of field, our lifestyle, the betterment of self and community, the enlightenment that comes from those moments spent in God's creation. Through these conversations, I hope you find insight, inspiration, education, and motivation to push beyond your limits. Boom. All right, we're rolling. Dude. Episode 300. Yeah, live live action. Episode uh, episode 300, man, I was going, dang, I was, you know, I got this series going with with Jim and and Chris, and I'm like, that's a good 300. And then I started thinking about it, and I'm like, man, the best 300 I could do is get a hold of folks that have supported me, been on the cast one multiple times, people that stand out to me and just show my appreciation and say, thank you for the support. Um, and the way you represent hunters, the way you represent yourselves, your families, whatever it was. So I got a pretty good list. I'm going to try and chomp down, but man, uh, welcome. You're the first one. <laughs> well, I pr- I appreciate that and congratulations, dude. Thanks, my brother. Three hundred is uh is wild, bro. Isn't it? I mean, I, I I used to look at the number, you know, when you when you first start this this endeavor and you go, I got ten people downloaded. I got episode ten done. <laughs> and I'm like three hundred. <laughs> if I wasn't a slacker from you know from September to November, December, man, I'd probably be well past that, but you know, it is what it is, but 300. Well, I remember of, back in the days of, back in the days of like when you were doing the Kong episodes and shit, it was like you were tr- crushing out numbers fast back then, two, yeah. three a week. Oh, dude, I would, I would record. I think at the peak, I was recording almost every single day, every yeah. single day. That's wild. It's, uh, it's, it's crazy it, how much uh, podcasts have changed since you started, yeah, too, bro. Yeah. It, it's a trip. Like 300 would have been like what a lot of guys would have been podcasting for, I don't know, three, four, five years, yeah. six years even. And, and like now you're where like the godfathers of podcasts were 
like a year ago. Yeah, it's, it's a crazy. Trip. It's a trip. It's been a fun endeavor, though. Hey, we didn't even say I'm, t- I'm my bad, bro. <laughs> talking, <laughs> talking to my buddy Jonathan Metcalf as he's getting his uh, what is this eighth or ninth day of uh, seventy five hard in getting the workout in. Yeah, day ten today, bud. Good yep. job, man. Workout number two. Heck yeah, yes, sir. So how, how's everything been, man? Give, give folks an update on your grind and, you know, like you brought it up, you know, the Kong Valley days when, uh, when John seemed to be the angry black man hunter, um, you know, offending everybody, but speaking his mind and speaking his truth. And that was, you know, to some was offensive, but, but to me, man, I always appreciated it. And it, it always, it always, uh, said a lot to me when folks are willing to be honest um, and, and sometimes bluntly honest, um, and sometimes that ish hurts feelings, but there's something that I appreciate about that, man. And, you know, that's why, that's why you're on the list, bro. And, you know, watching your grind lately and watch, you know, watching how you've matured over, you know, the last four years and your outlook and your approach, um, you know, your reasoning with things has been, uh, has been something to, uh, Something to behold, bro. Oh, I appreciate it, man. It's just uh, part of evolution, I guess, you know, yep. to evolve as a man. If, and uh, that's just kind of where I'm at. But still doing construction. Um, that's kind of my full-time thing, you know. Um, I still dabble with photography here and there. Just more uh, projects I love now, you know, passion stuff, things I enjoy. And... I do a lot of consulting uh, on that kind of stuff as far as media and photography for different brands or social media pages and stuff like that. But I've kind of removed myself from the try to be a face, um, trying to be the face of it. You know, uh, I just, to be frank, don't give a shit about other people's drama and other people's things. I just, care about trying to help people be better and inspire people to be better. So kind of just switch my focus. Heck yeah. If you will. And that starts with my kids, you know, and, uh, I got to be a rock for my family. So that's kind of, I've been on a path to unfuck myself. Yep. That betterment though. But I mean, you know, you've, you've done a lot of that, right. And succeeded with that in the last, you know, couple of years, you guys purchased your first, your first home and whatnot, which is a, which is a big accomplishment for, uh, for anybody, you know, especially with a, you know, with a young family. Um, it's never easy. It's always a grind. So getting them priorities and stuff situated and, you know, taking that path, man, there ain't nothing wrong with it. Yeah. I appreciate that. I'm still hunting and stuff. Now I just, I'm more hunt what I want when I want. And I don't really care about, I don't get me wrong. I, I find value in sharing certain things, but like, I'm in it for like the same shit I was four years ago, the experience of it. But I just kind of keep it more close to my chest now because, you know, you want to talk about damn in the industry, bro. Some of these people need to keep their, some of this shit more to themselves. Like <laughs> not everybody needs to know your business, you know? Yeah, I hear you that uh, we, me, Chris and Jim have been having those, uh, those discussions on our, our, uh, I don't know how many part series that we're going to end up with right now. It's, it's planned to be a three part and that's kind of, you know, it's funny cause that's w- what we've been talking about. Right. And that outlook and, and the response has been mixed. Um, some people are like, you guys are totally off base and, 
you know, but we, we keep getting DMs and emails, man. And people are like, you know, this is awesome. Like I never even thought about how I was carrying myself as a hunter. The one that Jim just sent over an email that he got to me and Chris, you know, the guy was basically saying, damn, I'm embarrassed the way I've been walking around. You know, you guys shed some light on some stuff, gave different perspective that I never even thought of. And I think that's a lot of it, right? Is, is we just get tend to, you know, we tend to get caught up in stuff that doesn't really hold any value, but we think that there's all this value in it. And then you, you stop and you look back and you go, yeah, hey, that wasn't, that wasn't where I should have been. But that's part, I mean, you know, like you said, as, as evolution, right? That's maturity, that's growth and figuring that out. So, so yeah, what, but I mean, it's like that being said, man, the evolution of it being like the dick measuring contest and the, uh, and the like chopping each other down and that part, you know, like I'm all for if people have questions or they want to learn and, or, you know, if you like this or you don't like that, that's fine. But when you're doing it, cause you got a 20% discount code or somebody sent you a free item of hundred dollar value or something like that, bro. Like it, it's cool to a point, but there's at what point does your integrity go with that? You know, right. Like, I use all sorts of shit because I want to use it. And it's not because one thing's even better than the next. Like, it's just like, Hey, I wanted to try this shit. Me and you've talked about that a hundred times. Oh like, yeah. I got, I, there's stuff that, that I run because I like the people behind it may not be the best stuff I've ever it. run, but I believe in those people and God dang it. That's what I'm going to run. The one thing that you did say that, that, I mean, it drives me bonkers is the chopping of each other down. Now we all have our opinions and we don't necessarily, you know, you don't have to like everything everybody does, right? But respecting or just being okay uh with someone else's approach I don't I don't understand, you know, the 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 damnation that we face you know, within the demographic, man, it just, it's, that's the reason I started the podcast. When, when you and I first started talking, that was one of the things that, that we used to go ape shit about, um, was that element of it. Right. And, and not sharing the experience and, and looking past all the shit that really matters. Right. But I think that there's a, a line with that too. Right. I do think that there is such a thing as oversharing now as well like there's a little bit of it me that's like just because you have access to the internet and stuff like that that means you have the ability to do a lot more of your own legwork and homework so if you really want it you want that hunt you want that animal pour a little bit of yourself into it visualize and make it happen mm -hmm. you know i see a lot of like a lot of people just want to go along and like oh check that off the box next and when i'm doing my shit like you know how i hunt dude i like old big or funky like that's that's my thing and i've ate a lot of tags the last couple of years in the pursuit of my integ right. integrity with that but the truth is you know like that fallow deer i killed a couple of years back like i hunted for three days for that and I found it on the last day when I was getting ready just to shoot something else. And the truth in that is like, God, I'm glad I didn't break and just shoot something to shoot something. I shot what I was looking for. And it was 
it just stuck true to who I am. And all said and done, like the more important thing is I got to go spend three days with my buddies in Texas celebrating my birthday and having a good time. And like, that's what people really need to hear is I could go out and do this primal activity. I'm going to bring the meat home and use it or whatever. If that's something you're into or donated even in some cases, right? Like, and like share the heritage and the tradition, man. Like give the rich gory details. People don't need to know. Like you shot it in the ass with an arrow or something. That's not what happened with mine, but I'm just using that as an example. Mm -hmm. Like there is oversharing and the anti-opposition to make this quick because I don't want to get into this, but the opposition will very much weaponize Any of our it. own yeah. like, Reese, anything we share could be weaponized. Oh yeah. So you might as well like have some of it to keep to yourself, man, then you and the friends, the homies can laugh about it. It doesn't need to be everybody's business. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you know, and, and that's, you brought it up. I wasn't going there, but you know, even, even a grip and grin yeah. with the blood and tongue yeah. hanging out, right. That that's fuel. So then we'll, if we post something that is questionable to a certain percentage of our demographic, be it 20%, you know, to 70%, if it's questionable to us, it's definitely going to be off putting, if not, you know, downright, you know, used as ammo against us. But I've seen just grip and grins, and you look at them and you go, damn, there's really nothing wrong with that grip and grin. No, I mean, if there's a way to do it where it's respectful, but like the laying there next to it, staring up at the sky, like taking a selfie with it, with its tongue hanging out of its mouth, a little distasteful, right? For like, for I, just I be smarter, I guess, is yeah, all I'm saying. Yeah, that's 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 a rough one, right? And you know, okay, we're gonna we're gonna squash that right now because that's bringing my damn mental down. It's gonna. I got Chris and Jim coming on, <laughs> and, and I can't be in that mind frame. I'm in a I'm in a gratitude mindset right now. <laughs> if my all I'm gonna say is I killed a couple animals this year. I haven't posted a picture of one of. Them. It's not because I'm not proud. It's not. I just that one's for me, man. Right. I made. I took a year for me, and it's been cool. You know. And that's, I mean, ultimately, right, wrong, or indifferent in anyone's eyes, that, that, all of it, every bit of it, you know, from the, from the shit, stupid gripping grins to the laying, you know, beside the animal. Um, that's all, really, that's all that matters, you know, it, it's for us. Um, that's it. You know, I mean, we, we gotta, that's all, that's all I'm saying is oversharing is a thing. Like every now and then, like, just do it for your damn self, yeah, bro. That's it. You know? Shoot the doe, shoot the big bull, shoot the exotic, whatever the hell it is. Like, just do it for you, you know? Heck yeah. Well, man, I'm going to let you get back to it, but do me a favor and close it out, man. If you if you had, you know, a, a few things, a couple things to say about Western Contours, how, how would you describe me and the podcast over the few years and, and anything you've taken away from the podcast? Man, I would, I would say thank you for the opportunity to share my story in the past on earlier episodes. If anybody knows me, then check them out. Um, I'd also say, you know, thanks for being a brother, to be honest with you. Like, uh, our relationship has been pretty cool over like, the last couple of years, and you've been more of a father figure and older brother type figure to me going through certain things, and I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. So the growth and just to watch uh, the maturity of your podcast has been really cool, man. And to see you relentlessly grind, uh, 
I just want to, if I could say one thing is never fucking quit, dude. And that's not trying to be some kind of fake inspiration, but it's the only thing that's ever going to bring you failure is the day you decide to walk away from it because you quit trying, you know, and I just don't see that dog in you. So I just want to congratulate you. And the other thing I would say is out of all the people that I associate with, I'd say you're probably one of the most that has done the most to try to influence people to live the best version of their life outdoors in the hunting space that I know. And so it's been very cool to kind of get an opportunity front row seat to watch how uh, some of these younger hunters and, you know, just on newer hunters, how's that, uh, evolve and learn and come up through what you've been able to share, man. So you're making a difference. Appreciate that, brother. I'll let you back to it, man. Thank you for the the brief here. And uh, I'll, I'll chat at you here in a day or so. Sounds good, bro. All right, bro. Thank you. Um, I don't know how I'm gonna, okay. I don't know how I'm gonna do this without introing the hell out of this every time I get somebody on for this episode. So it's Western Contours 300 episode. And I'm like, how do I, I've never celebrated anything on my podcast, right? Not, you know, a thousand downloads on whatever. I've never celebrated anything. And I looked and I go, 300 is a pretty GD good thing. Um, you know, the, yeah. the fact that I didn't just quit this bullshit <laughs> after a hundred, I guess I impressed myself, but no, man. So, so the premise is, you know, I, I really wanted to get on with you guys um, and you guys, you know, have, have become good friends in my head. Um, I appreciate the conversation. Um, I appreciate your perspective on things and then how you present it, Um to the demographic and how you guys carry yourselves as hunters, man. So I just wanted to get on with you guys for a few minutes, shoot the shit and say, thank you more than anything. Um, you know, for my appreciation for you guys taking the time and, and, you know, dealing with me, um, on the podcast and your willingness, man, that's, that's all this is about is just, you know, showing my appreciation to, to folks that, you know, have uh, supported me or that I look to for information or, you know, just, uh, respect the hell out of. So that's all it is. What's up, boys? Jim Huntsman well, and uh, and Chris Rowe, and I couldn't I couldn't do episode three hundred without these two guys. Is is kind of how I felt about it, considering what we've been doing lately. So, what's up, boys? Well, sure, yeah, man, I'm I'm honored. Yeah, it, it, it's either a good thing or we're just going to completely destroy your brand. One or the other. I, I'm, 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 on, I'm on I'm on that path on mine. You know, I'm just I'm like just just run it to the ground and see what we can do. Oh man. Yeah, no, actually, congratulations, man. 300 episodes is a big deal. Yeah. Uh, that's super cool. I mean, that, that that that's like, you know, damn near doing one episode every single day for uh, almost a year. You know, that's a, it's, it's just a, that's a huge milestone. Um, so bear what with is, me. I was, I was Chip cold. Is he, is he sitting outside at the fire? He's at like the, in fire, the man. Yeah, brother. Hey, check. <laughs> I don't know if you can see this fancy head phone set I got, but I, I could plug it right into my phone and talk now. Well, I, I like, see it, and I'm, I'm watching the flicker, the flickering yeah. orange glow, and yeah. the little sparks going. I'm like, I yes, am sir, this wrong. Like, I'm doing this wrong. You are, man. You gotta, you gotta get the fire. I got the fire. I got the dog. I got, you know, I got a core light. Recording in progress. Jim's trying to show uh, everybody his his mountain man prowess. 
That's right. <laughs> it's cold, man. I got to be by the fire. And and awesome. for the record, he just learned how to plug those headphones into his iPhone. I just gonna throw that. I did, out there. man. It, it was it, like literally while we were on the phone, I figured out how these these things work. So I'm pretty excited. Well, it sounds good. Yeah, they sound. It sounds better than uh, than previous. <laughs> so. You know, we've been having this conversation, boys, and you know, and and you know, Jim shared um, that that text chain or whatever that was. I don't know if that was pulled off of an email or what. Um, and and kind of the point of of that series was to you know spur thought and get people you know, you know like Chris said, either pissed off or or thinking outside of the box or you know agreeing disagreeing. We just wanted to spur thought on. Um, and then that's one of the things with both of you guys that I appreciate, right? In in your own ways. Um, you know, that's what you guys have presented, you know, on your platforms, um, is, is a different way of thinking about what we do and not always looking at everything as, uh, we got to do it the right way. Um, presentation, right? So it's, it's, you know, peach blossoms and rainbows and shit. I was just, I was just going to say life itself is not a continual episode of Pollyanna. It, it, yeah. it's, it's not life itself is not. And so if, if, if it, the problem with society, a lot of it is today is we don't even have, well, and I heard someone joke about this, about, you know, we're told, you know, when, when you get together with family or friends, you, you know, you, you don't talk politics or religion. We've taught ourselves that we're supposed to avoid difficult conversations. And so we're, we're supposed to small talk. It's always supposed to be small talk. It's always supposed to be comfortable talk. It's always supposed to be easy talk, friendly talk, talk that makes me feel good about myself. I mean, quite honestly, I mean, there's a, I mean, hell, there's a whole line of psychology behind that. But the problem is if you never address the uncomfortable, you don't know how to deal with the uncomfortable. And so you avoid the uncomfortable, but the uncomfortable never avoids you. And so you're just, you're completely unprepared when that day comes and someone stares you in the face, pokes you in the chest and says, justify, just, uh, 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 uh. again, you know, I, so I, I, this is why I do enjoy our conversations. You guys are one of the few people that are interested in having an intellectual discussion that is going to get ugly, you know, and, and I, I greatly appreciate that, man. I, both of you, I, I, I commend you both for being willing to, to go down the dark rabbit holes and say, you know what, damn it. I don't know what I don't know. I don't know if I have an answer here, but uh, there's some points that I need to chew on. And you, you nailed it, man. The the societal norms of today of where everybody is so scared to have more difficult discussions makes it so nothing gets achieved. And, and that's whether it's politics or whether it's, we're talking hunting, you know, oh, how dare you question whether or not hunting is conservation? You know, th- those are the things we all have these like surface level conversations that go nowhere because we're all kind of placating to everybody's feelings and not wanting to, piss anybody off or hurt our brand like you you you'd made that comment you know we don't want to hurt our brand uh but that's that's what these 
these conversations are are, are going to happen, or the way that they happen, it is actually when 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 I get a nasty message about it, and we've ruffled somebody's feather feathers, I, I consider that doing our job. And that is part of the goal. And I'm not trying to make people uncomfortable, but by making people uncomfortable, it is making them question their own motives and their own reasons for, for doing what we do and how we present it to the non-hunting world. And those are the questions that we need to be having because the, the, the course we're on now is a course to nowhere, but uh, advantageous for, for these anti-hunting, hostile vegan types. And so by, by looking at the way we approach these subjects and having more than just, you know, <laughs> surface level, I guess is a way to put it, uh, surface level conversations where nobody's feelings get hurt, where we're all walking on eggshells, where we're all just having these, uh, uh, frankly, lame conversations about nothing. It's not going to go, it's not going to go anywhere. And so, yeah, I mean, hell, if I hurt somebody's feelings... Um, hey, sorry, man, but this is life and life is tough and, and we have a tough road ahead of us. So buckle I, up. I mean, furthermore, right? I, what frustrates me if we if we talk about the, the negative comments or negative feedback is we're three dudes having a conversation. Some of it is speculation. Uh, ass ton of it is opinion based. And. The fact that we can agree or disagree, right, wrong, and different, whatever it is, but the fact that we're willing to listen and respect and still have a good conversation and and remain friends <laughs> and not mother f each other, right? That that to me is a lost. It's a lost skill, right? Because if you don't agree with somebody, they just want to unfollow you right like what the hell kind of that's a that's a societal norm right if i disagree with you yep. jim or chris i'm just gonna unfollow you and be done with you like and, and we can't what? be friends yeah <laughs> it doesn't I even make any sense just, I, I don't know if you guys know this but do you have any idea how contentious the lincoln administration was during the civil war like the secretary of war and secretary of state hated each other and they, they, they went and stabbed Lincoln behind his back, but they had these hard conversations and look at what they achieved. We're not Lincoln's administration. <laughs> we're just, we're just dudes trying to hash out some things that we see as wrong and, and, and identify a course correction that needs to take place. Yeah. The, the, the issue, and this is not to make, uh, it's going to come across harsh and, and there's no other way to say it, but the, if you have, if you do not have the ability to have uncomfortable conversations and disagree among friends, like vehemently disagree among friends. Now, it, if you, if you both, if, if the group of your, if, if the group is all for the same value set, and you disagree on how to move forward in manifesting that value set. That's one thing. Now, but there's other people that have a completely different value set and they want to go a completely different direction and, and violate your principles, violate what you truly believe in. Now, if that's where, okay, if you have a disagreement, you know, I, this is why I, 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 I cannot stand the progressive ideology, whether you're a right wing progressive or the leftist, especially the leftist progressive. I, I have no use for you. And, and, I, and I, we, we will probably have very little uh, cross pollination as far as any common ground there. However, if I'm with a group of people that have a common goal and a common value set, 
common set of principles and foundation. If I can't have a disagreement, if I can't have an absolute intellectual battle with someone without getting, you know, the the people that get pissed off and say, I'm going to cancel you or I'm going to unfriend you, I'm going to block you or whatever. Okay, that is just nothing more than intellectual and emotional immaturity. Okay, And we all we all we all start there somewhere. We, We all start there. But the only way we mature, the only way we get better is to not tap out. To not get out of the ring, but to stay there, maybe get our ideas beat to a pulp. We 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 the, the maybe the round is over and we we go back to lick our wounds, but we decide to show back up the next day and get right back in there and do it again. Yeah. It just takes emotional and intellectual maturity. There are some people that are not comfortable doing that. And if that's the case. You know, to your point, Jim, you said, you know, if you've offended somebody, well, okay, that if I've offended you, I want all I ask for this is all I ask, if I've offended you, okay, I, I'm not going to apologize until you articulate why. Did mm-hmm. I say, did I say something fundamentally wrong and improper and, and out of place? If if that's the case. I, absolutely. That was not my intention. I'll apologize. I'll address it. I'll change it. I'll, 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 I'll correct the error. However, if, if I said something that you just weren't ready to be comfortable with, that you don't know how to wrestle with, or that's outside of your value set, or even really outside of your experience level. And Jim, that last podcast that you, no, not the last one, but the, but the podcast you had prior to, uh, no reason to be vegan. Um, that was, that was, I enjoyed that podcast because I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. If, yeah. If, if, if we're talking about things that are outside of your current level of experience and engagement, okay, then, then I'm talking about things that you haven't experienced yet and, and that you don't, you don't fully understand. It may be uncomfortable. You may not have liked, it. okay, that's fine. You'll get there someday. If you stay in the trenches and you stay here and you battle it out, you'll you'll get where I'm at someday. I've just walked the journey a lot farther than you in different places than you. So I bring a different idea, a, a mindset to the table. But you have yeah. to, with, with, with emotional maturity and, and intellectual maturity, you can listen to those people. You can, you can engage those. You can have that debate. And still go, all right, well, I don't agree with that. And I need to chew on it. Let me see what I can come up with. And I'll talk to you tomorrow type of deal. And you know what I, I appreciate out of, you know, just both of you guys is, um, first of all, I appreciate you guys letting me be a part of, of this conversation in this group. And second of all, I appreciate the way you guys do push my limits in my thought process in a sense that like Chris, you say shit, half the words you say, I don't even, I don't even know how to spell them. You know, I, I don't even know how to spell them. And, and, and it's, it's, it's really, that's good for me. A lot of people would be intimidated by that. Uh, but it, it's, it's good for me. I, I really welcome that because it does challenge me. And it, you've said some things throughout the series that series that is, really challenged my thought process and my perspective as to what I thought or what I thought I understood. And, and you guy, Oh, I know, I know we're, we're just getting started, man. 
Hey, wait, uh, like, like, do I, need to, up. Do, do I need to send, do I need to send you, uh, some of those, uh, do I need to email you some of those papers I was reading the other night? Yeah, you might need to, man. I was highly confused. I didn't even, I couldn't even like decipher the, the headline of those papers you were reading. And it was magnified too. Cause I was drinking whiskey that night and I'm like, what the fuck is Chris? Re-? Like who does that? Who reads that? <laughs> I'm over. I'm over here trying to pull up SpongeBob on my phone to get a little entertainment. You're over there reading that shit. And did you, you know? It's just, hey Jim, did you watch? Uh, did you watch Chris's Understanding Ideology? I did. Yeah, I did watch it. How, um, how many times before you were able to digest everything? <laughs> well, I, I actually. You know, I, I watched it kind of like when, when I read a book, I usually have a highlighter sitting there and I'll highlight words or phrases that I don't quite understand. And, and I'll stop and I'll, I'll go back and look that kind of stuff up. I kind of, I, I used a yellow notepad in this case uh, because there, there was a lot of, there was a lot of stuff that when you, when you watch that understanding ideology video, you really do have to have your Wheaties because it, it, there's to understand the, the, the circle that you describe in it is not only accurate, it's what I think all American adults should understand on some basic level. So that, because people that don't understand that and philosophical differences and ideological differences and where they come from and how people develop them, if they don't understand them, how can they have the kind of conversations it's going to require to solve real problems? Right. Because you've seen it. Yeah. You, you guys, you guys watch the news. Politicians don't know that like they're, it's a freaking mess, man. It, it, it's like a, it's like an elementary school lunchroom uh, at disagreeing on, on whether they're going to play dodgeball or, or uh, swing on the monkey bars at recess. It, it's, it's a, it's a freaking mess. And, and I think that a big reason it is that way is because people don't understand value sets and ideological differences and how people arrive at them. Um, and so yeah, that video is powerful, man. You, you did a hell of a job on that. I appreciate that. And for those that are listening to this, we had talked about, <clears throat> so if you go to the Row Hunting Resources YouTube channel, I've got a bunch of different videos. I have not uploaded a video up there in a long time, but I'm actually pretty sure that that was the last one that I uploaded, if, if I'm not I correct. But, um, but anyway, on my page, the Row Hunting Resources YouTube channel, it's Understanding Ideology, and it, it's it's a uh, it's a long discussion about how people frame their values and where they lie on an ideological spectrum and how we relate to one another and how our ideas, even if we might be on completely two ends of the spectrum, what you thought thought might be on two different ends of the spectrum of belief structure. There's a lot of different facets to every one of us, and we very well may have values that cross over and intersect and agree with and relate to people that we would never thought that we, we had any sort of relationship with. And those are the places where we need to identify and um, be empathetical to their position and un- take a moment to try to understand their position because you may be arguing with some – arguing. Well, again, we go back to Jim, your podcast with, and, and I, and forgive me. Um, Are you on. talking about the, uh, the humanity or the yes. human yeah, side of there hunting? You there you go. There you Mike, go. Yeah. yeah. Mike and, Costello. And yeah. Mike, Mike, it, it, that was a, that was a perfect example. Cause I, I mean, um, guy, you, you had, you know, 
after that it aired, you listened to it and you chimed in and you're like, man, I didn't hear a lot of disagreement. Right. And, and I listened yeah. to it and I, and I kind of sat there and I just kind of chuckled them like, no, he, he we're, there wasn't a lot of disagreement there. He may have not liked what I said. He, he may have been uncomfortable with, with how I phrased some things and what I was referring to, but he's just in a different place. And from his, from his value set and his viewpoint as, as somebody who's just coming into the hunting community, I can yeah. understand why it, it makes it, makes it uncomfortable. Sense. Right. Um, but, and if you know, Mike, Mike's a great dude. He's super articulate. He, he really does think about it. But I, I think that you, you guys nailed it when you said I. It's I don't think that he necessarily disagrees in what the message was. It was how the messaging was being presented is kind of what I got out of it. And it, and I can, I can appreciate that. Yeah, and and what I got out of it was is he is on the same type of. Uh, my next podcast, I think, I, if, I think it has to be my next podcast is going to be really to articulate using a, a pretty hefty metaphor, articulate my frame of reference on this discussion because people are, are missing it. Um, he's he's kind of like he's he is on the he's standing shoulder to shoulder with uh, ideologically with uh, Robbie, with Blood Origins, uh, Meat Eater. Uh, he, he's, he's very interested in articulate, especially from where he's from. Uh, he's very interested in articulating all the great things that hunting does, especially why he connects with it so deeply, uh, the value sets that he has. He, he's trying to bring more people to the table. He, he's, he's trying to, uh, really build that community and wants to bring more people into the community. And because he values that community so much, he, he, he feels like he needs to defend it. And there's not an ounce of criticism or disagreement on my, at all for me. I'm, I'm just in a different room uh, of that big house. I, I, there are people that are going to go out there and bring more people to the table. Absolutely go out there and, and do a great job bringing people into the world of hunting. I'm going to go over here and I'm going to try to see if we can address cleaning up some of the shit that we've got going on within our ranks. Yeah. And cleaning up our house, so to speak. I'm not that those are two different discussions. And so the only thing I disagreed with him in, in that discussion. Hold on guys. Dog turned oh, on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got, we got like a mayday situation going on over at guy's place, man. <laughs> What you, you get you a dog that turns on the TV. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Was that your dog? Your yeah. dog turned the TV yeah, on. Yeah, he turned the oh, TV whoops. on. So <laughs> hold on, I'm gonna. Oh, so go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna. I'm gonna cut us short because, like I said, uh, but this is. I know. I know. This is. This is why I love these guys, right? Because we get on for me to say thank you and just shoot the shit for a minute, and then it just goes. But <laughs> with. Again, yeah, again, that is the reason that it works. We can have the conversation, whether Jim and I understand what Chris is laying down when Chris is laying down. I know sometimes I got to go back and listen and, and work through it myself. Um, but this is the reason, right? These conversations are absolutely necessary. If it just gets people thinking, right? It, it, you know, we talked about uh, Mike's episode, you know, and, and we're going, whoa, well, you know, why is this guy upset? And to hear that, you know, it was a delivery and not the message necessarily, we're on the same page. So I'm going to cut us short. 
We'll plan on, you know, I know Chris has uh, ISC this weekend, but, you know, we'll get on for part three next week, maybe Tuesday or Wednesday, and we'll jump jump part three okay. on mine, and then we'll uh, go from there. But, <clears throat> again, boys, I tell you, 10 to 15 minutes. Um, I really appreciate the hell out of both of you guys. Um, respect the shit out of both of you guys, what you're doing um, in terms of education, in terms of, you know, putting content out there that just gets the wheels turning. So that was really the point of this, but I couldn't stop it because I love yeah. it when it gets going. But yeah, just a big thank you to you guys for my episode 300 and you guys have, you know, inspired me in in each, you know, your own way. So thank you very much. Well, I appreciate you having us, especially with me, man. I, I appreciate you having these conversations. I appreciate the friendship. Congratulations on 300 is a bunch. So congratulations on that you. Is. And uh, I can't wait to circle back with you on the next 300 when you hit episode 600. So Ooh, we better be making yeah, some man. money then. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a nice, nice part of it. Yeah, man. Seriously. I, I know I said it, but congrats on 300. That's, that's, uh, that's a big deal. So uh, I appreciate your friendship. I appreciate your conversations. Um, you got a great attitude and uh, I, I may even send you a case. Do you know where I'm going with this? I may uh, even send you a, a case of White Claw uh, to celebrate it, for you. Is it the one that has the uh, the dick flavor? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send Dude, that to Chris about, now so he knows. I about died. Yeah, I about died when you sent that. I need to know how to share that stuff, so I, I'd share that on my, I'll, my I'll page. Was, I'll yes. share it with God. you right now, and I'm going to shoot it over to Chris so you can get a tickle, too. But uh, all right, boys, okay. yeah. I'll let you guys all go. Right, Thank you for jumping on in the last minute, but I appreciate you both. All right, yeah, brother. appreciate it, man. All see right, you boys. guys. Talk we'll to you soon. You. Talk to you. All, All right. Bye. Laters. Bye-bye. I got you, bro. Nice. How's the audio? Sounds good. <laughs> good. For an impromptu. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I uh, want to reach out. I'm recording this, just FYI. Just okay. reaching out. Hitting episode 300. I got to figure out how I don't have to intro this every time I talk to somebody. And wanted to say thank you to the people that have supported me from damn near, if not day one, um, that have added to the podcast in one way, shape, or form. Um, people that are presenting hunting in a great light, um, be it mentoring. Um, just the way that they present themselves, you know, on, on social and platforms, man. And you were at the top of the list, bro. So I had to get you on just to say thank you um, and appreciate everything you're doing um, and have done and support, et cetera, et cetera, man. How's the family? Oh, man, I appreciate it. I'm honored. <laughs> I'm honored, man. And it's, uh, it's, uh, it's an honor to be a part of it. And I appreciate everything that you do with not just Western contours, but all the elk bro stuff and just everything that you touch is, uh, is gold, man. Oh, I appreciate, appreciate it. that, man. You can make my head big, dude. <laughs> <laughs> how's, uh, how's mama and, uh, and little man Reed doing? Oh, they're doing good. He's, uh, about ready to go down for bed right now. Uh-oh. That dude's wild child bad. though hitting his terrible twos already i think dude it's it none of it is terrible <laughs> <laughs> i think it's wild too yeah i'd say it's wild but i think two. three is yeah. worse than two at least in my experience oh man well let's uh let's hope it doesn't get any worse oh i say that he's a very good child he's just 
He's a lot. He's got a lot of energy. <laughs> and and you got number two on the way. Yeah, yeah, she's doing March. I'm actually going to miss the expo this year for that. March so, uh The end of March, March 24th, I think is her due date. Oh. But it's uh, I'm going to take four weeks off of work for it. And just the way my work schedule lines up is with the expo. It's literally every day that I work, so I'd have to take 40 hours off, so four, four days off of work on top of the four weeks off for the baby and then roll right into spring bear hunting. So I don't know if I'm going to have enough time off of work. So. <laughs> that, I'm not going to say nothing to get us both in trouble, but, man, that's yeah. a, the, the latter yeah. part of that. It does pose a huge dilemma in all of that. <laughs> yeah, and, and I can uh, – She's good with me still going hunting, but I just don't know if I'll have enough time built up with all that to take, you know, the time I want to go bear hunting. So unfortunately the expo is going to have to take a back seat this year for that. But Well, well you guys been uh, <laughs> working your butt off to get that family built, man. So I, I get the sacrifice. I don't know. I actually talked to Dennis over text today and I don't know that I'm going to make it um, this year, which will be a bummer. I might be able to make a day yeah. or two, but. We'll see what happens, yeah. man. But you know, yeah, man. so goes life, bro. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, so it feels like oh, we're sorry. hitting it every other year. Oh, so good. No, I was yeah. gonna say. So, what's on the docket, man? You know, you got you got little Reed there, and then you got uh, Mama with number two. Um, you've yeah. been doing a, a ton of LR shooting, and and I noticed some podcasts coming through um, with the LR. Are you getting heavier into that, and and. Where's that, uh, where's that leading, man? It seems like you're becoming one of the guys. Well, I don't know, man. I just, uh, if I get into something, I really get into it. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, me getting that far into the, the long range shooting stuff and the precision stuff and all that is, um, my archery game is taking a backseat to it, which you know, I got so many hours in a day and I get so many days off to do the hobbies you want right now. That's it's right. just kind of, that's where I'm headed, but. No, it's, yeah, it's been, I've been super, super blessed to, to have all that stuff going on, going good for me. And then um, I'm going to start writing. Actually, Eastman's just published it today, my first blog article for him. Oh, awesome, dude. And then uh, I'll be writing one of the MRS sections for him this year, um, actually for California. So it'll be, uh, it, it's good, man. Uh, getting my foot in the door. That's Eastman's is a company that I've looked up to ever since I can remember my dad's been a subscriber to him forever. Mm -hmm. That was my thing was grabbing a Eastman's journal when I was a kid. So having the opportunity, having the opportunity to be affiliated with them at all is just, it's a, it's an honor. So, and, and it's, it's taken some work though, right? So like you said, right. Something's yeah. going to fall. I mean, that's taken some dedication because it, it started with the builds. Yeah. Yeah, no. And it, it's, <sighs> As much as I have a love-hate relationship with social media, you know, I think that's been uh, been something that's helped out a lot with exposure to, you know, Eastman's to Scott Reekers and Todd Helms and all those guys and Brian Barney. And, I don't know, it's just, it's just been a blessing that things have just kind of lined up the way they have, you know. You, you, for one, you know, giving me an opportunity to be on the podcast and stuff and having people, as many people as you reach, you know, actually care about what I say and things like that. So it's been a, 
been a huge honor and, and you're part of that success. That's awesome, man. Uh, whatever little part I played, I, uh, glad to hear that. That's, I, you said the love hate relationship with social, right? I mean, it's at times it's so off putting, but then when I sit back and I go, man, you know, just, just th this episode alone, right. With the amount of people that are going to be involved with just this episode, 95 to 98% came from social. So that, like we get in these dilemmas yep. and it's just like, man, there's, there's so much, there's still so much good to be had out of it. And I don't, I'm not sure why, why do we have a negative connotation with it? It's just a weird thing, right? Cause we can <laughs> to a point be selective on what we see. <laughs> and that's, I think that's a huge thing is your outlook on it and how you choose to look at anything, anything you look at on social or whatever, you can choose to have a negative view on it or have a positive view on it. And, you know, whether that's, you know, you see it, it's after hunting season. So everybody's posting their, you know, whether it's their kill shots or, you know, whatever it is, right. You, you see a post and you're like, man, I don't know if I would have done that or I don't know if I would have, you know, taken that shot, whatever it is. And you can either choose to, Hey man, good job. Great buck. You did good or attack them and bring them down. And it's easy to do those things and get wrapped up in it. But I try real hard to never at least publicly bash somebody on, on social, no matter what they do, just because of, the ammunition that that gives the antis and everything else, you know? So, and it's, it, it could be a 130 inch mule deer. And it's like, Hey man, that's a great buck. Like, instead of going, Oh man, you should have held out for a bigger one or, you know, like, Hey man, they were successful. They did a good job. They brought food home to their family. You know what? Great job. Or you could just fuck off and keep scrolling. <laughs> yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? You don't, like you don't have to say time, something to everything. Exactly. If I'm going to take the time to comment on something, it's going to be a positive comment. And if I don't like it, don't, don't hit the like button and just keep scrolling, right. you know, just keep, keep on keeping on. Yeah, it's an interesting yeah. realm. And I, my dilemma is the time, right? I, and it's not that I'll, and I can't say that I'll sit there and like, if I get a minute, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll scroll through. But just the the amount of posting you have to do for the algorithm to like you, I just don't. I just don't anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I have. And my wife is trying to, to grow her real estate business and everything. And so she's trying to post on the regular and do all these things. And I'm just like, oh, man, I, you know, I haven't posted in a couple of weeks or whatever. I'll throw something together. But I, I, I don't get the algorithms and all that stuff. I don't care. Um, I don't know. I posted a, a reel the other day of, you know, something for my son and a few pictures and something for him. And it, it's got like 600 views, but then I put some funky, you know, trending music to some videos of me shooting and it's like 3000 views. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what does good or what doesn't or why, but you know, I, I do it for me not necessarily what for everybody else and what it's going to blow up as or whatever. That's, you know, it's funny that, so you hit a couple, uh, I just got off with, uh, with Chris Rowe and, and Jim Huntsman, right. And we've been running that series, but you hit on a couple of things that they hit on. And you, as you can imagine, I tell you guys 10 to 15 minutes, I'm like, Hey, we got to cut this short because them boys will get going. Um, yeah, right. but that, and that's kind of how we ended that last one was, 
just do it for you. Right. You don't have to. Not everyone's going to like it. Not everyone's going to hate it. You know, some people love it and just do it for you. If 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 it's fulfilling to you and it makes you feel good and you don't see nothing wrong with it, then, you know. Damn what everybody else thinks, but just understand that you're posting on the thing and you may get some of that stuff. You know, I I try and try and try do to put my judgment down. Um and not, and some things get me fired up, but it's like, man, just, you know, that's, that's their perspective. That's their prerogative, you know, just yeah. move on. <laughs> and dude, there, there's one guy that comes to mind that anything I post, any story or whatever, like it could be, you know, like on whatever it is, he'll always comment on it, like in a message to me. And it's always super negative doomsday type stuff. And I'm like, dude, why? <laughs> like, and I don't even like respond back to them. I don't, it's just like, I don't need that negativity. And if you're going to just come at me with that and it, he's not attacking me, but it's just like anything I post, he's like, takes a negative spin on everything. And it's just downing, man. I'm like, gosh, dude, just Here, get here's some the- happy. Here's the pers- yeah, yep. here's the perspective though. It's not down it, it shouldn't be downing for you. All you got to do is think about that dude's life. If if he if his need is to get on your page and who knows how many more he's doing that to. If his need is to get on your page and post <laughs> and put something on there negative, I mean it's like dude, really bro? You know, I I, I feel sorry for you. If that's your life, I feel sorry for you. If you got that much time. That's (laughs) that's a good way of putting it is like, I feel sorry for the guy that he's got to look at everything. Everything is so negative that he just seems like to be consumed with negativity. And man, I just don't got time for that. Hey, you got a stalker, bro. (laughs) That sounds like a a classic stalker, man. (laughs) Man, I know, right? <laughs> he's got he's got Roger Roger Holsher clippings on his wall. Good <laughs> <laughs> thing I sleep with a Glock nineteen next. Time. <laughs> <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> no, bro. Well, I like I said, man. I just wanted to jump on a minute, man, and and tell you, you know, I appreciate you and and thank you for the support. And then, you know, how you represent us and our demographic, man. I think. Uh, I think it's uh, exceptional and it's, you know, it's an honor to call you a friend, man. So that's really what this episode is about, man. So I just want to, you know, again, say thank you. Man, I'm I'm glad you're hopping back on and doing the podcast. You had a little bit of a hiatus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was like perfect storm, right? You moved and then it was hunting. Yeah, it's like, hey, hey, and sometimes you need that, you know, a little bit of a step away to, to reset and recharge and get, get things going with the family and, I'm glad you're back on it, man, because I Thank miss you, hearing brother. your voice. I your podcast. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, that it's a weird, it's a weird perspective, right? Because you move to a place where you want to be that's game rich and you can be in and amongst, and it actually kind of changes your mindset. And yeah. it was, it was, yeah, it was a weird thing, man. It was weird, but you know. I'll look at the mic and I'll look at it and I'm like, oh, sh- I should be recording. And I'm like, I can go behind the house and walk around and look at elk and deer. I'm going behind the house. You know, it just, yeah. it was a, it was kind of a weird change. I didn't expect it. I thought I would be recording more, um, you know, after September. And then I got some couple other tags and yeah, but no, I appreciate you saying that, bro. 
I'm glad to have you back, buddy. Thank you, man. Well, I appreciate the time, brother. I'll let you back to it, man. And thanks again. All right, bud. Take right. care. We'll talk to you, bro. Later. Um, and I made the list. Yeah, baby. That's what I said. You know, and it's hard, <laughs> right? Because there's I got 300 episodes, and then there's episodes that I never released. You know, maybe oh, I did really? a bad job, or I had a shitty recording, or something. Um, so it's hard to narrow down the list. But when then I, so I started having to look at it like, okay, you know, you get holiday what's ups, you know, birthday yep. wishes, things like that, right? Those check ins, they uh, they surmount and they matter. So yeah, you hit that list, my brother. So I just wanted right to bring on. you on, man, and tell you thank you for the support. Um, get a Hell little. Yeah get a little insight to what pack them out and the Western hunt uh, fest has going on. Um, cool. And we'll go from there, man. We'll keep it about 15 minutes or so. Let's get it. Just in time for wrestling practice, huh, Sonny? Yes, sir. <laughs> hey guys. What's happening, man? How you doing? Good. Good. You staying out of trouble? Yeah. For the most part. <laughs> I was going to a few fights at school. Oh man. Knucklehead. Yep. Get, stay away from them fights. They ain't gonna solve nothing. But I'm sure you can learn that what? when when Dad and Mom oh, are no, on that butt. You say what if someone else? <laughs> well, you know, there's there's always ways to resolution. You know, outside of uh, outside of a two or three piece. <laughs> now, if somebody puts their hands on you and you got to defend yourself, then you got to defend yourself. But always look for another way to resolute, right? It's, it, it don't hurt nothing. It don't hurt nothing to be like, you know what? This isn't worth my time, my energy, the trouble at school, the trouble with my parents, and back away yep. from it. That's all. That's you right. know what I mean? It's a little bit harder in kiddom. I understand that. Kiddom don't play when you walk away from a fight. <laughs> they, they, suppose they all wrestle, so they're, you know what I mean? They already think like they yeah. top dogs. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, it'll, I mean, the older you get, the more that'll bite you in your butt, Sonny. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> but cool, man. So what? what's up, man? What's up with the family? How's everybody doing? The girls, mama? Good. Everybody's good. Are we Are we live already? Are we recording? Oh, uh, you've been live for oh. three and a half minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, we're good. Um, I was going to tell you, we uh, got all, we are all finalized for a new house. As oh, of today, you. congrats! Yeah, get out of this place. Start up all this stuff. I told Felicia, first things first, we need to get all these mounts out of here. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've, I've got a, uh, I've got some uh, new, very tall ceilings that need to get filled. So nice, heck yeah! Well, we'll start. We'll kick that off in March, baby. <laughs> right? Hey, oh, me and Jeff were talking about that when we went. We went on that goose on Monday. Mm -hmm. And he's like, cause we came home, we had 10 geese and we had, a, we had a blast. It was fun. And he's like, we're at the, um, the gas station. I'm like, bro, this is going to be crazy. Everything we can kill in Texas. So we're coming back. We oh, need a trailer. Be, well, that's what I was thinking. That's why I told you if, if I need to, um, I, I could drive the rebel down. Somebody roll with me. We just split gas or something. I mean, it yeah, gives us more space. It's going to get crazy. Yeah. Cause that's going to be uh, that dude. I was looking at the animals and I'm like, dude, that's a load. That is a load. A I'm, lot like, of, I'm yeah. bringing I'm bringing two bows and two dozen arrows, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, we need to hit up Iron Will until we uh we going heavy, dude. I just uh I just ordered a bunch of components for him so I could build a bunch. 
<laughs> I'm like, shoot, I'm going down there. Stock, man. That was, dude, I can't. For the price and what we're what we have the potential to come home with, you, man, you can't yeah. shake a stick yeah. at that, dude. Can't beat it. Nope. Can't beat it. So, yeah. So, how you guys been? We've been great, man. Just just plugging away, dude. You know, work, life, exploring the outdoors around the house, waiting for September yeah. to get here. <laughs> yeah. One track mind, dude. I'm like, oh man. Yep. So that's what I'm telling Jeff. Every time I look over at the the mountains, I'm like, bro, I want to kill a bull this year. I I want to kill a bull bad this year. Especially now that that my daughter killed that one last year, dude. I'm like, come on. How my 14 year old girl gonna kill one before me? Yeah, we'll have to. You guys gonna put in for draw, or what are you gonna do? Yeah. Um, so Sunny, actually, this year I contacted Arizona Game and Fish. They will honor his if I put him in hunter safety here. They'll honor it. They'll honor it there because that you have to be ten in Arizona. Mm-hmm. So put all four of the kids for cap in Arizona, and then uh, probably for all the youth uh, deer hunts too. But then here. I can't get these kids. That all they want to do now is kill big animals. So I asked them, I said, you guys want me to put you in for cow hunts here? And they're like, no, we want bull hunts. So <laughs> I'll, <laughs> I'll put them all in. I'll put all the kids in for probably everything just like last year, first rifle bull hunts, antelope hunts, deer hunts. Um, and then for myself, I don't know. I, I don't think I have enough points yet to draw anything Anything worth my time. So if you uh if you end up OTC, we, we're gonna have to talk. Yeah, I'll probably that's probably where I'm at. It's probably you might have to just come over to the slope for a few days. Yeah. Come, yeah, uh, come hang out. I'll play caller. Between me and Jeff calling, we should be able to yeah. score Do something. something. As long- yeah. <laughs> Felicia too dude, this year. So she took all all last September off because she had that surgery. Um, but she's already gung ho too, talking about she's gonna start hitting the gym hard. I want to kill a bull this year. I'm like, damn. Heck yeah. That's a lot of a lot of tags to fulfill and being daddy and hubby. That's a lot of bulls, I, bro. <laughs> <laughs> My obligation is to the kids and the wife. I'm like, okay, well, I'll help them get stuff first. Yep. But how many years can I do that? Right, right without feeling sick to your stomach. Well, the thing is, is they got to start calling, right? Yeah. Then, gonna- the, then it's full circle family affair, right? Everybody has their, has their niche in the game. Yeah. Well, that's cool. So are the, are the kids tags that season? Is it, does it coincide with our season or do they have a, a particular youth hunt you guys are looking at? Back in Arizona? Yeah. Um, The cow hunt that I'm going to put them in for, I believe is like second week of October. Oh, that ain't bad. Then you get out of September. Yeah. 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 It's outside of September and it's fun, bro. The, when I did that in 2020 with them, um, they threw, they got three tags. They killed three cows in two mornings. And we, and I, I was still walking around with my calls, calling in bulls, having fun. Dang. It was a blast. I know. It was fun. If, yeah. if, you know, if here at home is an option too, second and third rifle over here on the slope was in a couple units was flipping phenomenal, dude. Really? Phenomenal. Like I was impressed with and the these, quality dude, and quantity of bulls I saw. Yeah. They don't, the kids don't care if they're killing big bulls. They just, and then Allie killed that one. So now the other two are like, 
chomping. They're not cow. <laughs> Cows, we're shooting a bull. I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah. Oh. Well, ain't nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Set the sick. expectation high. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah, she did. She did. Shoot. Yeah, she did. For everybody, huh? <laughs> <laughs> for, all, for everybody. Yep. Yeah, hey. everyone I talked like, did you kill anything at all? I'm like, I killed a doe antelope. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the sacrifice, right? Is is taking them out, introducing them to everything, and and having that time with them. I mean, that just and and I'm not saying it with a negative connotation, but that kills your opportunity to go and chase them how we chase them, you know? Yeah. But that's a yeah. in my head, it's an easy trade off. It is. It's yeah. It's priceless time. I, it's, it's memories that were made i wouldn't give it up for anything yeah. so i mean you only got a couple years with the twins before they're yeah. like yeah okay all right <laughs> we're out eating right now and they were the the uh how old can you have to be today came up and i'm like, 30 thank you there we go <laughs> <laughs> that's that's funny because my dude that was one thing to this day that that I appreciated about my daughter being a high level athlete is yeah, it was a concern. Yeah. There was some boys, but it wasn't, she didn't have time. She didn't have time to worry yeah. about that stuff because it with soccer. She only got three weeks off a year. You know yeah. what I mean? And what, what teenage boy is dealing with that crap? You know what I mean? No. So, I look back at that and I'm like, man, that was stellar. Then goes to college and has a has a, a full ride. What time do you have? You know what I mean? It's like this is yeah. this is wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> the girls are always telling me, "Oh, I got a boy or this guy or whatever." All this bull crap. Well, I told them, I said, you know what? I, that's cool. You have crushes and stuff, but what does what does it do for you? Like, you can't date. You're, he's not coming to my house. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. I said, all that's going to happen is you're going to like this boy. He's going to hang around for a little bit because he likes you too. But then he's going to realize your dad's an ass and he's not going to let you do anything. And then next thing you know, he's going to find someone that is going to let him date and go out and hang out. And he's going to break your heart. I said, so why even, why bother? (laughs) (laughs) They're not going to, they're not going to hang around and until you're allowed to date. They're not. I'm sorry. When when you guys get the new house with the high ceiling, you get a placard made and just put a hook on it. And on that placard, put first boyfriend. (laughs) That's right. <laughs> have a couple of them there just as a reminder <laughs> <Look at this>. <laughs> <laughs> hi mr gonzalez hey you see that hook bro <laughs> for real yeah, yeah man that's a rough one dude i you know and i always talk about that is i can't imagine what it is to be a kid today with all this crazy ish and the distractions and the living up to, you know, the social media standards, because that's what everybody is so focused on and everything seems to revolve around. It's just, well, that says a lot about what you guys are doing. Big up on you guys. Say they're not allowed. They can't. No social. None. Yeah. They ain't getting it. All they, the the most they have is uh, this app called be allowed to one picture a day or that. That's it. That's all they get. Any, because of what, because of the way it shows, like, you know, this is the standard of what a, a woman is. And you know what I mean? Right. Not a woman. 
a perception of like, okay, I'm supposed to be, you know, this high and this weight and blah, blah, blah. My hair's got to be this long. Like, oh, I ain't doing all that. Right. And they, so. I mean, they, they do, and I'm not defend defending social or anything, but they have a really, really good role model and example in Felicia though. Oh, um, for sure. Right. I mean, it just, the, the bit of exposure I've had, I mean, that woman is solid foundations. I mean, she got yep. your ass straight, right? She's going to love that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it, it's, it's, it, it oozes off of her for the lack of a better, you know, word. Um, I mean, she's solid, you know, and, and, yeah. and everything for her family's in the forefront. That's a hell of an example. And I think a lot, a lot of parents are so wrapped up in social themselves that it's easier just to get the kids social yeah. than fight it or look out for their kids. You know what I mean? So it's like, damn. Yeah. yeah we prefer to keep it close. That's why like we do, we do like the tack. Everyone comes or Mount Archery Fest. Everyone comes like our stuff now with Western Hunt Fest. Like we're all rolling out together. We keep the kids with us. It's just, we hunt with the kids. We're, I mean, athletics with the kids. Everything we do is with our kids mm-hmm. for that. Reason. We just want them, like you said, if it, if if mom is the foundation, we're trying to show them that that's where we're at. So it's easier just keep them close. One hundred and ten percent agree, brother. So what's up, man? With uh, what you guys got going with Pack Them Out, and I know you and Jeff, man, been pounding Western Hunt Fest. So how's everything yeah. looking for this year? Better what? Huh? <laughs> I said, you sick of seeing that on your feed yet? No, heck no. No, I love it, dude. <laughs> I wish I had I wish I had the mental fortitude and energy to put that much into my stuff. <laughs> it's so time consuming, dude. And it's just like I feel damned, man. You know? It is. But it's picking up, bro. So with Pack Em Out, I've got I've got a bunch of new stuff I'm about to drop uh, for this year. Uh, just trying to keep everything fresh. Um we we're kind of skipping we're not going to do, we, we skipped out on the Denver sportsman's expo. Cause we're Jeff and I are going to take the kids wrestling down in Albuquerque. Um, but I mean, clothing lines going good. That's, that's all fine and dandy. Felicia actually started doing some women's stuff. Um, so that's, and that's seems to be getting some good traction. She, I think we posted it actually yesterday. We put it online and within, I don't know, a couple hours she was already selling. So it was, it was cool. Heck yeah. Uh, but right, dude, more more so than anything. I mean, Pack Em Out kind of sells itself. Once people start getting their eyes on it, it it does its it does its own thing. Um, we're not we're not pushing the sales on it too much, but we're mainly focused on this Western Hump Fest right now. Jeff and I last year we did that inaugural year. We did last year and it went great. Um but this year we kind of we didn't even we did that last year under pack them out, but this year, like with all the traction we gained, we're like, dude, we need to make it like an actual business itself. So we went ahead and we started doing all the filings and all the BS behind it. Got that squared away. So that's him and us that, that or him and I, that's, that's our thing now. Um, <clears throat> but we've got the Whittington center. It was not even, they were, it was more of them trying to sell us. We, we would kind of beg them to, you know, can we get a tour? Can we get a tour? Can we come down? We finally got that. And the moment, like we started pitching it to them, they're like, it's why it like just changed. And they're like, so what can yeah. we do? For you? Oh, that's and I'm like, <laughs> so good people out there. 
Um, that one's April 29th and 30th. Uh, there's not, you saw last year, there was that limitation of like, we, we were only allowed so many people right. uh, in but at the Whittington Center. I mean, they have enough, they have a, everything from rock campsites to high end uh, cabins, like whatever you want. You yeah, Their accommodations are there. Facilities are there for everybody. There, We could not max that place out. I mean, we're talking thousands and thousands of people could go there. Um, so now we got that one locked in for April 29th and 30th, followed by June 24th, 25th, back in Bailey again at American Bowman. Um, we've got signups already for both places. It's going great. Uh, I, I mean, everyone seems amped up about it. So it's good, man. It's going to be good. fun. That's dope. That was, yeah. a, that was a really, that Bailey event was really, really fun, man. I yeah. really enjoyed it. That was a yeah. good one. I like that. I like that it's more, uh, it, I mean, it, yeah, it's fun. You go out, you shoot with your buddies, but it's informative. You know what I mean? Like it puts you, it lets you know, like with the pack out challenge, it lets you know, what's that baseline? Like, do I need it? How far should I be? Should I be going and trying to chase these bulls? Do I chase that bugle two more ridges over? Right. Or am I going to trouble if I get over there well, and kill it? Oh, I mean, with a caveat, right? Because there is a, there is a, you know, time element that's that is stipulated but not stipulated in the pack out challenge right. for the win right so i think guys are pushing maybe a little harder than they they necessarily would on a pack out but the caveat to that is if it's 70 plus degrees there's your baseline for yeah. that speed and that distance and and what you're going to you know really be up against with when you're trying not to lose meat especially on a solo pack out you got you to go. I mean, you know, because everybody had everybody had high hopes. Boy, I'm loading this much. I'm loading that much. Man, I seen dudes walking by us, flying by us, me and Armando. And I'm like, he don't have shit on his pack. And we just started laughing. He got overzealous. And they had to, yeah. you know, drop it and put it back on. But yeah, uh, yeah. that was, man, that was a great event, dude. I mean, Jermaine was there. Yet, you, you know, the Mile High Note boys were there. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait for the call comp. That was one of the better call comps um around. That was that was really cool to be able to be a part of that. So I'm I'm excited for that this year, man, to to MC so that I don't, bad boy. I don't, I don't know that Jeff has worked on it this year, but I know he he wants to try to get it Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation sanctioned as a qualifier. Um maybe so what kind of what we're thinking of doing, obviously this year's too late. But we're working with another guy also. He has some great ideas of trying to get uh, each individual location scored. So if you have a, an overall score, so it, 3D would be scored, pack out be scored, your elk calling be scored, who's the most well-rounded, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then who takes the, the Colorado championship home for the most well-rounded? Who takes the New Mexico one? Ne- maybe next year we add Utah or wh- wherever, Wyoming. Um, and then maybe the final one, wherever that would be, we would like to, to do like the NRA Whittington center as a final. Cause it's so damn big, mm-hmm. but maybe, maybe next, next time, next year for 2024, we get it. So it's all, it's all points all the way through. And then the final final would be there and maybe get that one sanctioned or something for the calling. Yeah. That'd be dope. So, yeah. yeah. I can't wait, man. It's going to be a blast, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's fun. 
So, I mean, while we're talking about it, drop the, the drop the dot com and everything, so folks, you know, that are listening, if they're interested in yeah. checking it out. Yeah, it's uh, westernhuntfest.com is that's where you can you can register. You can see the pictures from last uh, uh, the twenty twenty two shoot. Um, pack them out is uh, packemout.com. Um, but yeah, check out if anyone is interested in that three D shoot. It is it's the real deal. You get to shoot in actual hunting situations, whether it's kneeling, whether it's crawling, running to your target and back, like you're actually, it feels like, like a hunt more than anything. So check it out. Let us know what you guys think. Have fun with it. No goddamn cheating either. That was one of the cool things, man. <laughs> see, is seeing everybody have to run up, run back, crawl, kneel, you know, um, yeah part of the pack oh, well, i don't want to beat the hell out of that pack out challenge but that was definitely one of the highlights um watching dudes slide down you know a little cliff face on their knees um it was pretty yeah it was pretty fun <laughs> you know what? i didn't so i was helping people get get cinched up and get people you know pushing people out go 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 i didn't take the time to actually go out and watch and i did i I think I missed out. I'm here. I'm seeing like aftermath pictures, pictures of dudes, you know, sucking wind. And I'm like, man, I'm out. I keep, I keep telling Jeff, we, like, maybe we should try it. Maybe I'm trying to put the bug in the air, but then I think to myself, maybe I should. <laughs> you know, I, I was glad that I did it, but it was because of MC and the Elk Calling Challenge and podcast. And it was a detriment to involvement in the shoot. So right. maybe like two or three photographers laced across the course. I mean, even trail cams on video, right? Get a get a stockpile of tacticams or something like that. Um, and, and maybe a cell cam hooked up to something, you know, or tacticam hooked up to a TV at, at mm. home base there. So you're so you're able to watch it at certain points live. Um I like that. Because it was it was you know, me and Armando did not carry a fast pace, right? I mean, we were just like, we're just going to get through it, steady Eddie, you know, go at our pace. We ain't racing nobody but ourselves. So we were able to see all the shenanigans <laughs> while we were huffing and puffing. We ran, dude, we ran trail cams on it. Um, and there are a couple, we just, the positioning of them, we didn't have enough of them. It was, so the positioning of some of the cameras was great. Like we got you and Armando a couple times. Um, and then some of them we'd get like this much of somebody. And I'm like, we just didn't, we didn't set them right. We didn't have enough to, to capture. Tacticam um, hit up Western hunt fest. There it is. Yeah. I'm, I'm going okay, to put that right here. Hit them up tomorrow. Yeah. That I think that would be phenomenal dude, especially for the people that aren't partaking in it or, you know, want to see the course as it's going. That'd be yeah. badass. So. Well, yeah. shoot, brother, I got uh, I got as, about as much as we can get in the moment. I got uh, some more calls to make, but I appreciate everything you're doing, man, um, the way you're yeah. raising the kids, like, how you represent our demographic, man. So thank you very much, and I appreciate all the support over the years, bro. Oh, no worries. Anytime you know you got our, our support. Yeah, brother. You want to say Bye. Later, man. <laughs> I'll see you. Be good. Stay out of fights. If you want, if you, if you want to come throw hands, come over to the slope. <laughs> hey, called you out. <laughs> He's getting his wrestling gear on. <laughs> <laughs> cool, my brother. All right, man. You guys have a safe one. I'll talk to you soon. Bye, brother. All right, Later. Later.
So yeah, that was the the idea and premise behind episode 300. I don't think I've ever celebrated um, any episode number or download number or anything like that for the podcast. And I was like, Shh, episode 300, that's pretty freaking cool. <laughs> that's pretty special, man. Yeah. That's, I mean, it, it means you've been doing it for a long time. It means you've been doing a good job for long enough. That, uh, I mean, I think you built a really impressive group of people that have uh kind of become your tribe mm-hmm. i think it's been really cool to watch that journey yeah i appreciate that you guys you guys were part of that too i mean it, you know and i i look to you guys for so much in the beginning i mean even now right what's lauren and Allie doing on and i've been a slacker on social good lord <laughs> I, I that seems to be like a, a recurring theme on these things it just it's so time consuming and draining and then i feel like we don't we don't get our due um, and maybe that's just my view of it, but it just gets old to me. Well, we've kind of reached an interesting point with good ball. I mean, you know, the, the first interview that we did, I think we were like, what, maybe three, four, maybe 5,000 followers. I mean, we were just getting started. You were just getting started and, um, we're getting close to hitting across our social platforms now, 400,000 followers. Dang. And I'm still down below 10K. <laughs> I'm such a slacker. <laughs> Man, we, we, you know, that first episode we went through and we told you all the tips and tricks. I still have the notes. I keep today. those notes close. Yeah. <laughs> it's the it's, slacker it's part of it. <laughs> it it's, it's changed a little bit, but not too much. Right. I mean, honestly, just, yeah, I mean, the, the one big knock on you, man, is just getting that consistency posted two or three times a day. It's yeah. hard to do. I mean... I think even for me running the TikToks, like I go through these waves where I'm super excited about my post and really excited to get it out there. And then there's other times where I'm just like, God, I really don't want to do this, mm-hmm. you know? And, it's- and in my defense, Lauren, I would rather record, edit, and release the podcast <laughs> instead of worrying about posting the freaking social. Man, I tried so hard. There was a couple times where I was like, Man, I was strong two or three posts a day for at least a good week, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, my my theory on this whole thing is, you know, if I'm going to do this thing, I'm going to do it right. Right. And if, you know, you listen to somebody like David Goggins, who's, you know, willing to push himself to the nth degree, why would I, why would I want to grow Good Bull and not grow it to that level? Right. Why would I not want to grow it to an absolutely insane level. Mm-hmm. That just emphasized my slacker. <laughs> I feel that feels like a compliment sandwich, basically. <laughs> but no, it has, I mean, it's been impressive to watch the growth of Good Bull and the evolution of Good Bull over the years. Um, it has been super impressive to where, you know, and at least in my eyes, you know, you guys have become, kind of our demographics or, or industry standard for, you know, setting that pace and, and achieving and watching growth. I mean, that shows in a lot of the pages that, you know, you guys are managing and whatnot. So it's been a, a cool, a cool thing for me to watch. I appreciate that. It's been, uh, it, it's definitely been a learning curve for us, you know, over the years. I mean, we kind of got some things figured out early and that was great, but you know, it, it's been changing enough. Like the big thing this last year was, you know, Facebook took off. Mm-hmm. 
And when I mean took off, I mean, we went from 30,000 at the beginning of the year to almost 200,000. We'll probably be at 200,000 followers on Facebook tomorrow. Oof, that's insane. What What do you think caused that? Um, they, well, there are a couple things. I mean, the switch to video was one thing, but they really opened it up and they tried to get more people to revive Facebook, essentially. I mean, it's, it's been kind of dying over the years. I mean, Instagram's been huge, but, um, you know, TikTok came along and that knocked them down a step further. Mm -hmm. So I think they really opened up the opportunity to not just grow following on there, but also to monetarily grow as well. Um, there's more opportunities to get money by posting content on Facebook now than there is on Instagram. Oh, wow. How do you think TikTok played a role in that? Do you think that, because, okay, so, and I haven't read it, right? But that user agreement on TikTok, right? And I've steered clear. Um, it could be my foil hat or, or you know, my belief system. Um but I heard about that uh, that user agreement and access and things like that. And I was like, no flipping way um, that I'm getting on that thing. Yeah, I, TikTok came up, you know, with the mindset of really wanting to get, you know, the, the Gen Z's attention. And they've kind of normalized this thing where you can basically find out, you know, what would take us millennials and Gen X people years to learn that you can learn in like seven to 15 second tidbits, basically. So it's, it's become very, um, you know, userist drawn as far as getting kids to not only do dumb things, but also get them to kind of utilize that platform in order to sell stuff from their business and, and that kind of stuff. But from a hunting community, it's extremely hard to get traction on there because I mean, they, they will, you know, block us for some of the dumbest things I've ever heard about um, that have nothing to do with, you know, an, an actual animal shot, an animal down, um, just, you know, showing, walking through the woods, you know, with your bow and arrow and a pack and someone, you know, decides, some Karen decides that, you know, ooh, that's scary. And then all of a sudden they're threatening to shut down your entire platform. What if basically. I dance? Yes. What if I dance <laughs> around not, the woods? I hear me. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. If I dance around yeah. the woods with my bow, does that give me, <laughs> do I get extra actually, TikTok I, points? <laughs> I did actually um, post on initial sense account, the um, trip that you took with, um, with um, Diego. Oh, Diego. Diego. Yeah. Where he was putting the rocks in your pack. That was, and yeah. In Elmer's pack. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That, that one seemed to do really well. Oh, but that's good. It, it's hard because I really want to showcase, you know, what's, um, initial ascent is about. And a lot of that is, you know, out in the field. And um, I want to showcase people's triumphs and um, their whole story when they're out hunting. And it's like, I can show a little itty bitty tidbit and I have to make sure that nothing, you know, scandalous is possibly shown. And then that kind of takes away a lot of what um, you're able to showcase as far as the pack and how much people are loving the pack, what they're able to use the pack for, you know, all the different ways that they can utilize it versus other pack companies and stuff like that. So it's definitely very lacking in what your ability is compared to Instagram and Facebook. Do you think that the, the uptick in Facebook as well as because of some of the things that Instagram has done to us over, you know, the course of the last couple of years and, and more restrictions and things like that. You think that has anything to do with it? 
No, I think it has more to do with the integration with Facebook buying Instagram. Mm -hmm. So it used to be, before this year, it was that uh, Instagram was at about a 6 to 8% engagement rate, and Facebook was at about a 2%. So your ability to organically grow was about uh, one-fourth on Facebook. And they kind of flipped those this last year. And I think that was just to try to somewhat reinvent Facebook. And they made Facebook a lot more video-oriented. For example, because of the integration, you could then cross-post your uh, your reels right. from Instagram over to Facebook. And then they made it so that you know larger content creators could actually get paid for those uh, reels, not just on Instagram, but also on, on Facebook. Facebook. Wow. But then you can also now get paid for... Uh, non-reels content that you're posting on Facebook. Yeah, I always get those messages and I just either delete them or skip past them. <laughs> and it's like, hey, oh. no, I'm good. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. There's some serious money to be made there. I've been able to generate quite a bit a month um, just with the, the Facebook reels. Huh. And, and, I I'll, and I'll, I'll put it this way. Uh, twice as much as we earn on a monthly basis managing other people's social media. What? Are you kidding yeah. me? Oh, no. Jeez, Louise. Okay. I'm going to have to. Well, and that's the problem, right? Because, and I've seen it, or at least it appears that way to me, is you have to strike early. If you don't strike early, then it seems like it catches up and you fall, you know, you fall to the wayside. It's like when, when uh, Instagram changed that algorithm and, and struck down on all the bots and everything, the folks that had, you know, 30,000, when they started hitting the bots, they fell down to what? maybe 22, 20,000, they lost a, you know, a small percentage of their following due to bots. But after that, you couldn't, you couldn't grow like the growth before. Well, I mean, here's an interesting thing. So, I mean, Instagram got going, Instagram, all about photos. And then all of a sudden TikTok comes along and now everything is all about videos. Mm -hmm. And we're going to go through a period of time here where the content is going to switch right now. If you just do photos, you're not growing on you're not going to grow on Instagram. You're probably not going to grow on Facebook. You're just not going to grow on social media, just doing photos. You've got to include video. There's going to be a day and I see it in the not too distant future where video is not going to be enough. You start taking a look. I think Apple just said that they're going to release a $3,000 um, virtual reality goggle set. There's going to be content that's going to be coming out in the not too in distant VR. future. You park my that is going to be interactive experience using a, record, a 360 recorder, kind of like Google Street View, mm -hmm. where you're going to be recording a 360 video that's going to get uploaded and then people on their goggles can experience what you experienced. Huh. Well, I'm not going to make any, any statements or comments about going after that crap. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I do recommend if you do if you do end up opening up one of those messages where they're offering you a bonus, um, make sure you really read the um, the guidelines um, before you start doing it because that has actually caused a few of our you know mutual friends to have been doing really well and getting some nice extra income um, and then not knowing exactly or been able to read you know word by word the guidelines turns out you can't monetize anything that has arrows. Um, so you can monetize your bow, but you can't monetize your bow with arrows or anything with an arrow and it completely locked them out. Oh. So it's kind of similar to uh, the Facebook advertising rules. Uh -huh. 
where, you know, you can show a scope, but you can't show a gun. So you can't show the scope mounted on a gun. Right. So you can't show, you can show a 3d target, but you can't show a 3d target with a hole in it. Yeah. And it was really, <laughs> that's why you guys really, are the experts. Yeah. <laughs> it's really frustrating when, you know, cause they were, they have really engaging content already. Um, so they were able to monetize on things that they were just doing already. So it wasn't really extra work for them. Um, but because of that one stupid little rule, they completely, basically blackballed them and they, now they can't start it up again because wow. they violated the terms and conditions. I mean, so. see, and that's, that's the problem that I have with it all, right? It's, it's ridiculous and it's biased to a point of, is it even worth my energy? You know what I mean? It's just like, if I can't share my entire experience and what goes into it and why I'm so passionate about it, it almost doesn't make sense to me. Um, and, and yeah, that'll be to my detriment, but it, it's just, it's absurd. And, you know, I mean, honestly, if we were just about hunting, if we didn't have such a strong wildlife component, then we would be in exactly the same predicament. We'd be having exactly the same discussion. You know, if we had a hunting channel, which I, I mean, I've thought about building a number of times, um, if I had just a hunting channel, you know, would I be spending this much time and effort to grow it? And, and the answer is probably not. Right. Because it. It makes, you know, something that you really love doing, you know, a lot of extra work that kind of takes that passion out of, you know, your passion, basically. And again, you're not, you're not able to share the whole thing, the things that are important about it because you're so limited and restricted and, you know, pissed on, if you will. It's just crazy to me. Now, now that said, take a look at the the contrary here because I've been able to grow this Goodwill platform. I'm able to post a picture with, you know, some meat from an elk that I harvested and share my opinions about hunting and, you know, uh, hunting versus the vegan lifestyle and, you know, have a conversation with people. And yeah, you get the usual, you know, you're, you're awful, you know, I, I, um, you know, the usual death threats and all that kind of thing. But, you know, we educated a lot of people through those couple of posts during this last hunting season Mm -hmm. and really opened up some eyes, people that, you know, really thought one way about, you know, veganism and and were against hunting and realized that the conversation is much more broad than what they had originally thought it was and realized that maybe they weren't as educated about the topic as they thought they were. Yeah. And you guys have always done that very well. Um, And it's always been, well, there's a couple of times where Lauren will fire off, but for the most part, 99.9% of the time, it is in an educational aspect. And I've seen some good conversations go down, you know, via that, that comment uh, stream there. So it's been cool. And then you guys are now um, doing Good Bull Guided. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So, I mean, we've, you know, we've taken a number of folks into the, into the park in the surrounding area. We live in Estes Park, Colorado. Um, We, we took you and your lovely wife out, uh, when you're considering uh, relocating from a state, which shall not be named. <laughs> <laughs> now they're all and, so similar. Does it even matter? <laughs> oh, I know. I know. Colorado isn't even purple anymore. It's, it's gone completely blue, but, yeah, uh, like a... but you know, it still has the largest elk herd in the, in the country. Yeah, and uh, we've got a, a ton of wildlife over here and we get to share the experience that we have, you know, chasing elk around, you know, we're, we're probably out four or five days a week anyway. Um, why not bring people along with us? And, and um, after I got uh, laid off from Burris back in April, um, I've 
you know, been working, Natalie's been working hard on uh, this, this business plan of ours. And, and we've actually just gotten it all set up where um, we've got a, we've got a vehicle and we're doing private custom guided tours in Rocky Mountain National Park and Estes Park for, uh, for wildlife viewing and, and uh, viewing the park and, you know, showing people elk and educating them about the area and the wildlife. So um, yeah, we've, we've got it up and running, got our website, goodbullguided.com. And um, we've started getting a tour schedule for this year. And any any photog, sorry, Ali, any photog nope. tips allowed as you're going through that for the folks that are trying to crack into that? Oh yeah, absolutely. From how to use your gear to how to get the best light on the subject, you know, from everything from you know why you know why would this time of day be the right place to to go to this location? You know, we're gonna we're gonna start off with this elk, and he's gonna be you know 50 yards away. What's the animal behavior looking like so that we can get a picture of him coming towards us instead of, you know, taking a picture of his butt walking away? You know, that view you're used to seeing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's my favorite, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> it, it, would, it wouldn't be a podcast with Guy if I didn't jab with a little bit. Oh, no, I was, I was totally expecting it at some point. I just didn't see it coming that time. <laughs> that's all right. But yeah, I mean, Lauren's always been really phenomenal about educating people about wildlife and he knows so much about um, the geology and um, ecology of everything around. Um, and since, you know, that's uh, education is also a passion. Photography is also a passion. Obviously, elk is a huge passion. Um, it was just kind of a no brainer. And it's something he's been, you know, kind of dreaming about doing for a really long time. And so we, we figured might as well just you know, jump in head first and see how it goes. And that's been going pretty well so far. Heck yeah. That's awesome. Well, that's, I mean, you guys have kind of done that with good bull since day one. So, and then, you know, it's like the dynamic freaking duo over there, <clears throat> but no, yeah. I appreciate, you know, everything that you guys have done from the tidbits of info from, you know, video to photo to social, um, and just, you know, in general, the support and driving me and wifey around and, you know, giving us the lay of the land up there, you know, in, in your country there. I just, you know, like I said, for this episode, I felt it was appropriate um, for me to reach out and just say thank you and shoot the S for a few minutes. Yeah, well, we feel, you know, our lives are more enriched by knowing you and Roseanne and everything that you've done to help support us as well. It's it's not one sided. That's for sure. You've done a ton for us. So thank yeah, you. we're really we're two of your biggest fans. Yes, we are. I appreciate are. that, you guys. Appreciate Actually, the heck uh, out of it. Three, because our, our daughter, you know, likes you a lot. She she says you're a DILF, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's flattering as all heck. <laughs> How's she doing? How's soccer? She's still playing? Good. Yeah, yeah, she's playing soccer. Um, yeah. She got done with uh, volleyball um, just recently. So she's taking a break from sports right now by inundating herself in AP courses because she oh. graduates this Oh heck and, dang, and that was the, quick. Holy Yeah, heck. I know. I know. And what's this I'm I'm hearing or seeing about it? Maybe a, a grandpa guy? Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh she, she's due February eighth, I believe. So wow. Yeah, where uh, the uh, wife is the wife is uh on point every time the phone rings for the last week. She's she's yeah. ready to jump on the plane and fly up to Washington. So She'll jump on the plane. I'll pack the dogs up, go grab the trailer, and mosey up to Washington for a couple of weeks when uh, when that happens. So we're pretty excited. 
That's awesome. Yeah, so it'll be cool. Good. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Is it a boy or yet? Uh, it's a girl. It's a girl. girl. Thank, thank goodness. Yes. <laughs> I, I think, well, in my opinion, and that was one of the things, you know, both they're younger parents, right? They're, you know, Connor's uh, 28, Tay is 20, or she's going to be 26. Um, but that was one of the things that, that I said early on. And I say to this day, I, thank God my girl was first, um, because it made me grow up. It gave me a different yeah. appreciation, um, for women and what they go through and the differences. Um, so I'm, I'm, yeah, no, no macho involved with a baby girl in the house. I tell you that. So, but heck yeah, you guys. So, oh, sorry, man, go ahead. I was just going to say definitely a blessing for you and absolutely excited to see how your life changes with the, with that new title. Yeah. Yeah. We just got to get them out here. <laughs> I've been working on that for months. <laughs> Ain't going well, but you know, I'll keep pressing. I'll keep yeah. pressing, but all right. Well, I'll let you guys go again. You know, I appreciate the hell out of both of you. Love you both. And, and just thank you so much for the support over the years. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll hit that camping trip this, uh, this summer. Yeah, Yeah, got to do it. Thanks again. We love you guys, too. Thanks again for everything. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you. Bye. Making our way back from Salt Lake City. Oh, dang. What'd you guys drive out to Salt Lake for? Oh, they had the outdoor retail show there. So we had some meetings and we were uh, just taking it all in there at that show. Heck yeah. Materials, and different things for our packs. So. Doing initial ascent stuff, then. Yeah, good stuff. You guys making that we drive drive back in a couple weeks, huh? When does that show? Oh no, it's almost a month. Oh yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we had to uh, <laughs> we had to kind of scout out where we were exact. They were in the expo center there, so we were very familiar with where we were today <laughs> heck yeah well well shoot boys I, I told you guys you know 10 15 20 minutes so episode 300 for western contours is hidden i've never really celebrated anything for the podcast and i was like episode 300 that's pretty pretty ba so i just was reaching out man to folks that have supported helped mentored that i respect um, you name it, that's what this episode is, man. It's just me, you know, being grateful for for the support in this case with, uh, you know, from you and Dennis and the opportunity that I've had, you know, to run the initial ascent packs um, and also to sit at the Mountain Dude table um, and record podcasts. So I just want to reach out, get an update on IA and, and tell you guys, thank you, man. That lose you? There you go. I can hear you guys now. I lost you for a sec. Oh, there we are. I wonder. I wonder if we need to turn off our video. That would help. That might help it, especially if you're on the road. I can't see anyway. I could see. I could see your glasses and a, a little bit of that shiny head. <laughs> <laughs> As long as you got to see me for a second, buddy. That's it, brother. Okay, we're stopping the video. Now we're going to just chat. Cool. So, congrats on episode three, 300, man. That yeah, is thank you. just awesome. 
Yeah, that's fantastic, guy. That's a, that's a lot of conversations, my friend. You know, it, there would be more, but I, you know, there's episodes where I didn't release because I felt like I failed or had, you know, sketched audio or, you know, something along those lines. A couple I've lost, <laughs> but I appreciate it. But yeah, I was pretty, you know, never been that excited for something. And then I was like, you know what? That's pretty freaking cool. 300. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of dang um, episodes. Some good conversations. The, the the best part about it is, is I get to call folks and talk to folks and say thank you for being a part of it, right? I mean, that's, you know, podcast podcasts tend to come and go pretty quick. Um, and, and and I slack, especially around September. So, you know, it's 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 remained strong in downloads, we'll say. So it's pretty cool, man. But you guys have been a big part of that, in my opinion. Well, we appreciate it. And you're right. You do slack come around September. So. <laughs> <laughs> and we're jealous. Yes, we are totally jealous. It, it's funny because I'll look, you know, to see what you guys are doing. And, and if you're out hunting and uh, I wasn't seeing nothing and I'm like, damn, I can't check in because I'm not really seeing anything. There's always like one or two and it's like, you know, salt on the wound. So I, I err on the side of caution. <laughs> You're a smart man. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh no, I really, I, I just appreciate, you know, everything from you guys, man. And I, you know, you know, I love the pack, Um, you know, so why don't uh, what what's let's talk about IA for a second and and what you guys have you know coming down the pike and anything new any any reintroductions of of uh, pack configuration things like that that you can divulge. Well, I guess are you coming to the expo, guys? I am working on coming to the expo. Um, our daughter is due around the eighth. So it's up in the air. Um, as much as I want to be there, um, that is going to take priority and precedence over everything. So as soon as we get the call, I'm I'm on the road. Yeah. So I mean, one of the things, guy, that you know, we're actually uh, we're pretty excited. You know, we've got a new product that we've we've been working on for quite some time. That uh, we are fingers crossed going to be able to launch at the expo coming up here in a few weeks. Um, and really we feel like it's going to, it's going to fill a void in an area that you know, we've had a lot of requests on. We're going to make some changes on some things. So um, fingers crossed, we will be revealing that at the expo. And then we do have a few other accessory items as well that are going to be new that we're going to be showing there at the, at the expo. So Heck yeah. pretty excited about it. I mean, how do you, how do you improve that pack? Say it again. How do you improve the IA pack? <laughs> it's a rhetorical question. <laughs> we appreciate that. Well, every day we uh, we're searching for ways to improve it, mm. and uh, we think we found we found some things, and uh, really, really excited about uh, what what we found. I think so. I bet. Um, yeah, that definitely sparks a, a a curiosity for me. I mean, I can think of one thing, no, two things off the top of my head in what, you know, four years of use, something like that. And I mean, you're talking miles and miles and miles 
on that pack and only two things. I mean, that's that is for as hard as I am on gear, man, that, that, yeah, IA for life for me. I mean, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't fail. It doesn't, it does not freaking fail. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, we appreciate you saying that. It's, uh, that's awesome to hear. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it, you guys know I'm a gear junkie and, and between, there's two things, my boots and my pack. That in my head is my most important pieces. Um, the boots and the pack, you can't compare them, but the, the boots I'm running and the pack I'm running, like I, I don't, there's no reason to replace or even look at anything else. Uh, I know uh, Dennis and I, I think I requested something from you guys some months ago. Dennis, if you remember, because <laughs> I was trying to make oh. it a, I was trying to make it an EDC thing. I'm like, dang, that's the only downside, man. You know, just a, just an EDC pack would be awesome. <laughs> that would be what you got. Yeah, it would be, man. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, that would be the business. Well, I got a feeling, guy. It sounds like you, your, your family life's getting ready to expand. You were the first trifecta, if I remember right. Yeah. I think your IA pack family might be expanding soon, too, my friend. Yeah, it's going to, you know, with our with our son-in-law. So I've been chomping, chomping at him to get in the woods with me and you know, he's not going to have a choice when it comes to uh pack selection. <laughs> <laughs> right. And the, you know, it, it's funny cause you know, the wife, the wife has hers um, and she's been out since we've been, you know, moved to Colorado. She's been out. I mean, we're out in the, you know, doing something at least every weekend and she wears the heck out of that pack. I mean, even just to put her lunch in, you know, just the little stuff that she carries. And I'm like, I could put it in my pack. She's like, no, I got my IA. So it's so freaking cool, man, to see her sport that pack and, you know, kind of take, take as much pride in it as I do. And then she talks crap because she likes the gray better than the green. So she has, uh, she has that one up <laughs> on me. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, the only yeah, upper hand I have is I have the trifecta. So, <laughs> Well, maybe maybe one day we'll have to marry those two worlds. You know what I mean? Right. Um, you, you never know. But uh, how's how's uh, your bride doing? She she doing well? She's she's doing excellent, man. Um, she reminds yeah, me on the you. on a daily that moving you know here was the best decision we've ever made. Um, so it's you know Absolutely. it's pretty it's pretty freaking awesome. You know, it was kind of gut wrenching to make that move and. And to wonder how she was going to take it and, you know, how she was going to gel with everything. And she fell in, fell in love with it, man, you know, as much, if not more than me in some aspects. So it's really, really cool. Yeah, that's, that's great, man. It took some major guts uh, for you to, you two to do that. And, uh, and so glad you did. Um, yeah, that's just awesome. Yeah, we are. We Tell are too, man. Tell her we said hello, please. Absolutely. Yeah, please. Absolutely. Hey, oh, hold on. Hey, babe. Let's see if she hears me. Babe, come here. She's probably rolling her eyes because I made her get up. <laughs> I hear her. Come here. Come here. You're not seeing anybody. She's in her pajamas. She don't want to see nobody here. Hello? Say hi. Come closer. Hello. Hey, pretty lady. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing well. How are you? 
Good, good. We wanted to call and check on you and um, just see how everything was going there in the great state of Colorado. Oh my gosh, I love it. Love it. <laughs> it's like a vacation every day. Wow. <laughs> yeah. How are yeah, you guys doing? We're doing great. Thanks awesome. for asking. Yeah, doing good. Good to see you. Good. I hope you can't see me. <laughs> we can. Oh, man. <laughs> he tricked me. What? <laughs> he said they can't see they can't. me. <laughs> the video's on. Oh, we're, mine's still on. We're, we're glad to see you because we got tired of looking at him. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks well, for checking on like, me. <laughs> it sounds like uh, you've got a new addition uh, coming along here pretty quickly. Oh, yes, we do. We're so excited. Can't wait. Yeah. Yep. Baby oh, girl. That's, that's, that's oh, cool. That's Baby fantastic. girl. Wow. I awesome. know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Will you guys say hello to the family for me? Give them our love. Certainly will. Thank you. Nice talking to you guys. Have a good night. Yeah. You too. Take care, Sam. All right. I figured I'd just call her in here. It's easier. <laughs> uh, just, that made our night. Heck yeah. Cut out the middle, man. Well, cool, boys. I will. Uh, I don't want to take up too much. I know you guys are road dog in there, but like I said, you know, this this episode 300 was just me, you know, reaching out and expressing some gratitude to a handful of folks and you guys are always, you know, high on my list and just want to say thank you for the opportunities and the support, man. Appreciate you guys. Love you guys. And, you know, wish you the best with IA. And hopefully we'll see you here in a couple of weeks at Expo. Oh, you, man. We appreciate it so much. Yeah. Good seeing you, man. Appreciate all the support, guys. Me too, brothers. We'll take care. You guys drive safe. All right, buddy. Thanks, buddy. See ya. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Yeah, man. 300 freaking episodes. Pretty cool. That's beyond cool. That's freaking awesome, man. That's like uh, cranking out multiples per week. For a while, I think, I, well, yeah, there's been a couple stints where it was a couple a week. And early on, man, I'd record four and five times a week. You know, and it's crazy because I would have, I probably would have exceeded this a while ago. But, you know, episodes where I felt like I didn't do that good with the guest or, um, bad audio like I, last year hunt fest i think i had probably four episodes that i don't know what happened the audio was just clipping through the whole thing the audio like my levels had changed on the on the zoom recorder um so i'd probably be well past that you know had you know in a couple lost episodes for not right. saving and stuff but you know I, nonetheless i'm like man 300 what do you do for episode 300 you know, I was going to just right. release me, Chris and Jim pontificating over uh, the world as we see it. And I'm like, I gotta do something better than that. So, <laughs> yeah, here we are, man. Um, so the the folks listening are probably like, damn, dude, you could have let these people know what it was about. But I didn't want anybody to really think about it. Right. I want it to be organic. But man, what so what I'm doing is I'm just getting on and I'm just saying thank you. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for being a leader of our demographic and the way you present us. 
um, and the education in in this sense, the education that you know that the Elk Bros platform uh, recording in progress provides. Um, so yeah, man, thank you, thank you for supporting me and believing in me and the whole nine, my brother. Wow. Um, you know, first of all, man, just, uh, the fact that I'm here on 300 with you is, um, number one, it's an honor on, uh, you know, I got three years ago, three years ago, dude, I can remember hearing that voice of yours and, and listening to how you were doing things. And again, I've always been somebody that when you want to do something the right way, you go see other people out there that are doing it. And, you know, when I listened to you, just your, um, you were real, dude. You were real, you were passionate, you were caring. And, uh, and, and it's funny, I only ever heard your voice before I ever saw you, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, then listening to some of the things and, and your depth, there's nothing shallow about you, guy. Not a thing. And, uh, you know, I... Anybody out there that has come across you um, outside of this realm that hasn't had a chance to find out what kind of person you are has been a huge loss, man, because Thank you, man. What, you, what you give, what you do, who you are, how you relate um, is honest and it, man, it's pretty... It, it's it's pretty inspirational. I thought and, you were going to say pretty you lackluster. Me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that, man. <laughs> I appreciate that, bro. Uh, you know, and I, it's so funny that after all the time that we spent, I mean, we we spent what two and a half years of just this kind of stuff and know each yeah. other like this, and the first time I got to meet you in person up in Colorado where we, it, it was like, it, Pick up it where was, we left off. Yeah. It was as yeah. natural as it could ever be. Yeah. Bro. And, and, and I think, I think that's what you are as natural as it can be. And, you know, dude, you are full of passion. You're full of soul. And, and for me, I'm proud to call you my friend. I appreciate so, that. Likewise. I was, it was funny. Cause I was, you know, thinking of, I, I was listening to blue collar today sitting at the desk, uh -huh. man, grinding through paperwork today. Damn. And uh, uh -huh. that episode come up and you're like, yeah, and I go to that pine tree and I top that pine tree <laughs> with an arrow. And I'm like, no. So I was like, this <laughs> is kismet, man. You know, and that's why I text you. I was like, this is unbelievable. Cause I've never, I've never heard anybody else say that they do that. I'm sure there's folks that do it, but man, right. me and my boy would go on a hunt when he was just, you know, a little, a little tyke and, I find a tree that we could both, you know, fling an arrow up to that we could see whenever we went back to that spot, man. And yep. we'd send it to the top, brother. Yeah, just just one way of leaving a little bit of yourself and a little bit of the memory. Yeah. And you know what's so funny about that is, is you know, God, I put that in that tree with uh, Carl and RC, man, probably in 30, 35 years ago, maybe more. And anytime I can, I go by and you can see those faded XX75 shafts up there and one wooden shaft because it's Carl, you know, and, and, uh, it's, it's just like, it just like takes you back. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, so, um, I, you know, it's funny because 
I'm kind of the the dude out of our group that's always like, look, I'm I'm here to be successful and I'm here to um to punch my tag. That is my goal. That is my absolute goal. And I don't doubt that I'm ever going to do it. And a lot of people are like, well, that's all about the kill. And it's like, no, you're missing the point. That might be my goal, man, but there is so much more we get out of this. Oh, and you. there's so much more spiritual and the camaraderie and the memories that we have. And that's what makes it. And dude, I am so looking forward to more of those memories with you. Bro. Oh man. I can't wait. I was going to hit you up today. I thought you were still gone. Um, <laughs> and I was going to hit you up today. Like, what's the plan, man? What's the plan? <laughs> I'm starting to already booger out and get itchy. It's, it's already it's hitting me. Same time, man. Same time. We're hitting the, the same time. So you can plan on the same dates. Okay. Um, we're going to have uh, one extra coming in because we've got, dude, we have some phenomenal things happening for our um, Hunt with the Elk Rose giveaway because that person that wins, that is going to be in our coach camp as well. Oh, okay. um, and that person, and I, I'm going to kind of let a little bit of the, on for you, I'm going to let a little bit of the cat out of the bag. But not only would that person be hunting in New Mexico with us and in our camp and with our coach crew and getting all the coaching like we did for months prior to, but Drifter Trailers, my man Steve over at Drifter Trailers in Georgia, will be driving out an extreme trailer made for the winner of that giveaway. Can you believe that? Yeah, dude? That's, that's, that's huge. That's so huge. huge. That's awesome. Yeah. I can't so, wait to I can't wait to get to the guys in the online sessions, man. That was uh that was so much fun. You know, sitting with the boys a couple hours, you know, through the week and yeah. just getting after it, man. Yeah, you know you know what's cool about celebrating this 300 with you is I talked to you um last year. There was a point where you went dark. I mean, literally. I always go dark. <laughs> <laughs> Went dark. And we had uh, invited you to come on the show with us. And uh, it was like you just stepped out of the dark into the light again. And for where you were and the things that were going through you and your mind. And because this means something to you. I hope people understand something that... This is not just a friggin' person on there talking and jacking words on a podcast, man. This is this means something to you. That's right. And it, it, that's always been something that for you, if it's not making an impact, it it don't make a it doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter, <laughs> it doesn't right? Doesn't matter. And and when you were in that in that place for a little while there, and we got you back, and the juices started flowing, and then things started happening. You know, and here we are at 300 now, and you're as fresh as a daisy now, Buzz. So I don't know about a, maybe I don't know about a daisy. <laughs> Might be like a dandelion. <laughs> no, nah, yeah. it's uh, yeah, it's been it's been an interesting ride, and then like you said, you know, then and that's kind of to my detriment, right? Is is that that passionate part of it? You you, mm -hmm. you feel it all. Right. You feel yep. it all. I feel the attacks. I feel what, you know, the shenanigans or what I feel are shenanigans um, just across the board. And and that stuff weighs on me heavy, man. And it's just like, how do you know, it's hard to find. It's hard to find improvement and betterment when 
everything is marketing. I'm not here to market. I'm here to talk about the things that set my soul on fire. You know, the things mm-hmm. I want to chase on a daily basis, man, when it comes to this passion of ours. And man, it it'll bog it bogged me down. And it bogged me down bad. You but you know. know, that is the market, man. You know, it's the honesty, it's um the reality, the realness, um being um vulnerable, uh, being willing to take risks and say, you know, hey, I am who I am. This is what I do. Uh, if you enjoy that and you want to hang out, come on in. And, you know, that's what we do, man, mm-hmm. is uh, we're, we're like, look, this is our chance to be together. We're going to try to help you share some of our stuff. If you want to be with us, come on and do it, you know. And uh, I think I think that's the market. Yeah, you know, you're in the industry. We're in the industry. We're trying to make something and do something with this. But what's cool is we're doing it our way, right? Right, right. And that's, yeah. and that's where I have to you know, where I want to see it grow more and, you know, get more of a substantial income from it and things like that. But it's like, I can't, I can't sacrifice what I think is right or my value set to do those things. And I refuse to do it. You know what I mean? And I just, I just love it for what it is, man. I mean, there ain't nothing better, dude, sitting around bullshit and talking about hunting and the things that, you know, you're passionate about. That's why this conversation is happening. And that's why you're one of our coaches. That's why we're the friends we are because of that. It's, it's right in here, man. And you, you, you can't fake that stuff. It is what it is. And, you know, uh, dude, congratulations on 300. I'm, 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 I can't wait to be like on here and, you know, uh, my teeth are gone and <laughs> <laughs> no more, no more nuclear bow. You got the crossbow ready. Yeah. Yeah. No, man. But how's the, how's the new one? You know, I have, you know, we're just seeing pictures. They're getting shared with us right now. And, um, the, you know, Brittany and Quentin and even the dogs in the house, you know, that's a whole adjustment for everybody, mm-hmm. you know, and, And they're just rolling with it. And it's so cool to see them becoming parents. And, you know, we're, we're heading over there, um, the end of January and get a chance to go, uh, and, and we're making it as, you know, trying to make it as less impactful as as possible. And we're going to get us an Airbnb and vehicle and just kind of that way it it doesn't disturb the house for a while. Let them get into, you know, doing this stuff. Right. Right. Well, congratulations on that, man. Thank you, man. Another addition to that uh, proud hunter family. Hopefully, she uh, follows in Grandpa's footsteps a little bit there, buddy. <laughs> and, and you, it's coming. It's coming, man. February, I think, February eighth. So uh, you know, we're we're right there. The wife is uh, the wife is uh, at every ring of the phone. She's looking. She's looking. She's looking. Right? Oh yeah. Because it's that time. Yeah. So Absolutely. We get that call, man. I'll be running down, hooking up the trailer, packing up the dogs. The wife's flying out, and I'll be making the drive up to Washington. So, yeah. One thing I want to tell you, though, dude, before we before I get out of here and I leave you, though, when you're talking about all of that and how this show, show and what it's been and the difficult part, it's really it just parallels a lot of your journeys, man. I mm-hmm. mean, it's the same way with your elk hunting journey. You you've got those things that. It's peaks and valleys, ups and downs. You get kicked in the teeth and and then you come out and you learn something and you just take it a little bit further. But, you know, the, you can't cheat the mountain, man. And no. you're not going to do that with yourself. So, nope. you nope. know, it's just a grind, man. And, you know, the even even the times, you, you know, you're like, I'm going to just stop doing this. What's the point? 
<laughs> I can't quit, dude. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to quit. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, yeah, I can't do it. So it's like, well, you're just going to keep going. <laughs> you know, you, you start to feel like that. And then all of a sudden you get this email or you get this letter, right. or you get this DM and, and you realize that you've impacted somebody's life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this year, first, this is the first time this has happened for me is one of our close listeners and, and that became a friend, yeah. you know, Shane Rasmussen passed away and, you know, it was so hard um, because you make that connection, but you're so privileged because you made, you made that, that connection. connection. Yes, sir. And, and we got to actually, you know, um, got to help the family out a little bit and just tried to be there and let them know how much we cared. And, and it, uh, you know, you see things like that and it's like, yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, heck yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, shoot, Shane, that was a rough one, man. That was a, when you hit me up on that, man, that was a, that was a punch to the gut. I mean, Shane supports, you know, our Elk Bro stuff. He supports Western yep. Contours, was, was huge Western Fly supporter, man. I mean, I think the dude ordered, shoot, four and four, man, on, on both flies, you know, and that, oh, yeah. that's a big deal, man, to get that kind of support and love and, you know, get to shake his hand and, you know, last year. And that was a rough one, man. That was a rough one. That yeah. was a hell of a loss there. That was a good man. Yeah, absolute good man. And and he is leaving back a pattern for other good men. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and, uh, you know, I've been in communication with his brother, Clint, and, you know, there's a, a lot of those Rasmussen's that are, I'm hoping are going to be in the woods this, this coming September, man. And, and telling stories around the campfire, man, because, yeah. you know, uh, it was pretty cool, yeah. but it, those are reasons, man. Those are reasons why we do things like yeah, this yeah, and make it kind of special. Yeah, brother. You know? Well, man, like I say, I just, you know, I appreciate the hell out of you. I love you. You're my brother. <laughs> I just want to say thank you, 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 man, for the support, the opportunities, you know, the, the friendship and brotherhood more than anything, brother. So I couldn't do uh, episode 300 without having you on here to that will smoke up my ass and smile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what, dude? I've got some more challenges coming, man. It's going to happen. And, you know, uh, it's funny. I was just listening to a podcast earlier. You were on with uh, the hunting stories. And, dude, man, you, I mean, I had a freaking tear rolling out my eye, man. And uh, just because you're ugly, you know. But <laughs> <laughs> That's the dandelion thing, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so bro thanks a lot man i'm proud of you love you and uh this ain't this story and this journey is going to go and it's going to be going to be riding the rail Heck all right on, bro i'll talk to you man all right peace all right. peace later brother later down and got back this uh about 4 30 so oh shoot we're out of town figured, figured uh salem oh okay not not horrible <laughs> Yeah, that, that shithole. <laughs> I was gonna say, I guess it's I guess it's not not great to be in Salem, but it's not a horrible drive, I guess. It's not too bad. Let me see here. They ain't cleaned that place up yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I don't think there is any cleaning that place up. Man, it's rough, bro. Yeah, that's that's so unfortunate, man, because you know that was initially when we were talking about moving, Oregon was it. Like that was the spot. And don't man, do it, dude. It tanked. Don't do oh, it. don't worry. It tanked so bad. It was like, what the hell? What? I mean, it, it seemed like okay. The 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 politics have always, or for a long time, have been pretty left leaning. 
but it wasn't nowhere near what it is now, dude. I mean, it's just insanity. Yeah. Have you seen what we've done with um, IP-114? Uh, I've been loosely following it, yes. The gun bill, yeah. Yeah, this shit's crazy. It's just Stupid. like, man, oh, man. You mm-hmm. saw it just, you know, Illinois just went uh, and did some madness yeah. on a bill, too. It's just. ARs. Yeah. No. Nope. California has an assembly bill. I forget the number right now where, and it, it's interesting because they're they're making it illegal to market to minors, okay? And I've never really seen anything that is intentfully marketed to minors and minors and firearms but they're saying anything that has youth um child blah 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 right so the small henry's things like that they're they're pushing that to where it's illegal but it's like well it doesn't even make sense because you, they can't go buy it it's hard enough as a <laughs> a, a law abiding adult in that state to get a firearm, let alone, you yeah. know, just the strangest stuff, man. I mean, yeah, let's, let's let them play. Let's let them play with dildos at age six right. and figure out what they want to do. But let's <laughs> God forbid, let them play cowboys and Indians. Yeah. It's just crazy. Dude. It's, it's the, <laughs> yeah, this world's fucking insane, dude. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm going to buy a cabin in Alaska and just yeah, live there. They, they don't want you to do that. <laughs> heaven forbid you don't need the government for anything right right but man i don't want to take up too much of your time i appreciate you jumping on brother so this is this is episode 300 of western contours and and initially i was like you know i'm just gonna release Congrats. jim and thank you release me jim and and chris just you know talking our crap for three or four hours or however long that spiral of of madness lasted and then i'm like you know what 300 is pretty good man i got to I got to hit up the folks that have supported me, have shown me, you know, the way and some things, people that I respect, look up to. And I'm like, dude, Garrett's on that list, bar none. Um, you know, when I, 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 that, that means a lot, man. I really do appreciate that. So I was like, I'm hitting my boy up, man. So really, I just wanted you on, man, to shoot the shit, get <laughs> caught up, you know, 10, yeah. 15 minutes just to say thank you and see what you got going on with, uh, with On Point. I mean, probably one of the most prolific killers in the pnw if not the nation uh, oh fuck i know <laughs> I, I, dude, no come on don't you be told me you're gonna blow smoke up my ass you didn't tell me you're gonna be a fucking that, dude okay tornado. As, <laughs> as, as modest as you want to be year after year <laughs> consistently your own tags plus all the people that you help out on the mountain i mean dude there's there's a handful of guys that are as successful um as you are on the mountain with their own tags, let alone the folks that you, that you take out and mentor and help. So, and I've always respected and appreciated, you know, your outlook on hunting and how you represent us. Um, and, and you never, you never cease to let me down, uh, or impress brother. So I just want to, you know, again, tell you, thank you for your support from pretty much day one, man, when we met up in Oregon. So yeah. big deal for me, man. Well, I mean, Shoot, I, there's a lot to unpack there. I, I really do appreciate that. And that really does mean a lot to me coming from you. Cause I remember when you come up to me at Hoodoo and you're like, Hey, you know, what's going on? I'm going to think about starting a podcast. And I'm like, sweet dude, you know, like, let me know what you need. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's just a cool, cool thing to be able to help other guys out. And then you've helped me out with episodes and it's just, you know, we're not competing, you know, we're just, we're just out there sharing our passions, man. And that's really what it's about. Yeah. So, and I, I backed off on pretty much everything. Um, I noticed if it, 
if it wasn't for, there's a lot, there's a lot going on, but if there wasn't for this bear hunt with, um, hunt league and the, and the relationship that I built with Jared there and the, and the dynamic, I would probably be deleted. Like I am fucking done with right. social media and just all the fakeness, all the Bomar bullshit that you just see. And it's just, you know, I, I, it just makes me want to fucking scream because these people are just following the wrong people. And it's just like, you know, there's a lot of guy do out there. I'm going to butcher the shit out of your name. Don't worry. Um, it, there's, there's a lot of you guys like guy out there and they just get overlooked to follow somebody who's probably on fucking roids. Who's out there poaching deer, hunting illegally, and then bringing shit across state lines to take a stupid photo with another buddy who he broke a law there to do that. It's just like, I, I know I'm trashing on him real quick. And I really, I just, I, it's full send for me. Cause I don't care. Um, <laughs> I love it. It's just, it's just, as you can tell, I'm up to here with all this and, and all the fake just bullshit that you see and the prop photos and the fake success. And, and it's just, I I just don't want to be a part of that anymore. And and not that I ever was, but man, it's just like, I just don't, I I see through it now and I just don't, I I don't want to see it anymore. And if I, yeah, if it wasn't for Jared and hunt league in this bear hunt I had coming up and, and I'm not, saying I, I don't, I'm not excited about all that stuff. Um, I, I truly am, but that's really given me the only reason to keep on point really going. Um, and I'm still getting calls and texts and stuff and, and helping people, you know, privately through messages and stuff, but shit, man, I haven't uploaded in months since I, I got know. my concussion. I haven't uploaded since, uh, actually, no, I did. I uploaded, um, one time with Brad, um, since I had my accident, but that's, that's really about it. I've, I've um, noticed. I'm like, <laughs> and I, what's this I do, guy doing? No, I, I, I mean, I get it, dude. You know, and 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 you and I have a lot of the thought, the you know, same thought process, and I get it. And there's a lot of folks that are. It's funny because I've done quite a few, you know, quick calls on this. <clears throat> excuse me, and it's been resounding, dude. The the kind of the same the same thought process and and talk. Um, just because it's, you you shrug your shoulders, right. And, and it's our passion and it's not a game and it's not something to be taken lightly. And, uh, it just seems like there's a lot of taking it lightly, man. And it, it is frustrating. I don't want to see it go away, but I, you know, and you know, I want you to keep going. I think what you do is, is a service to us all, man. And it, uh, it'd be, it'd be a sad state to lose you to, what you were just talking about, you know, as frustrating yeah. as well, I mean, in, in having the good guys quit because the bad guys, and I say bad guys, you know, in my view that the, the douchebags of the industry are just, they're just winning and they, they do, they do a better job. They do a better job promoting themselves and look at me and doing all this other shit. And, and for guys like you and I, I, I don't want to be, Hey, look at me, look what I kill. Look how good I am. Another fucking world record. Can you believe it? Wow. <laughs> you know, it's like, you just want me to get out the lube now and jerk you off? Or do you, what do you, what do you, what do you want me to do here? Like, <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I really don't. Um, and you know, like for me this year, I'm like, I'm just going to focus on me and in this hunting season, <laughs> um, you know, I, I got some messages from some local guys and it's like, you know, you should really stop posting. Cause I know exactly where you're at. And if I know exactly where you're at and I'm like, don't worry, I'm already ahead of you. I ran into some certain guys like multiple times this year that I'd never seen. And now every time I look around, they're, they're like, they they're are. right here. And it's like, <laughs> so like, 
And yeah, me and Brad Powell are like, dude, this is this posting shit's not worth it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> blur the background. You know, yeah, I mean, but you know, that just proves I'm hunting public land. I'm out there competing with with the best and worst that the public has to offer. And and um and and I I love hate it because I like I get to prove to myself, yeah, I I I I am either just as good or better than these other guys that are hitting it hard. Or maybe I'm not, maybe, maybe I just walked right past this bowl and this guy made a better play. You know, it just makes me um, feel like I get to prove myself every year to, to myself. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. You know, and, and that, and that dude, that's one of the things. And, and I think you and I have probably talked about that. That's, that's one of the best things about what we do, right? There's, there's, you don't have to prove anything to anyone when you're on the mountain, but yourself. And when you forget that shit, it's like, to me, oh, yeah. it seems like it would lose its its luster, right? Because it sure has a whole hell of a lot when I'm out there wanting to quit and I persevere through. And at the end of the day, I'm like, holy hell, we got everything done. I mean, there's, there's nothing like that. Yeah. Well, I can tell you, I followed um, a, a friend of mine named um, Thomas Chasing Roosevelt Outdoors, the epitome of a public land guy who just struggles the whole season and just struggles and just keeps after it. He's a dog on a bone. He doesn't give up. Didn't kill anything. I enjoyed following his season. I enjoyed following your season because you were in elk, right? You were in elk quite a bit. I don't know. I don't remember you killing one. So you struggled throughout the season, but you were in there and you're like, I'm after it. I'm freaking in elk. I'm, I'm, I'm getting my butt kicked. I'm having fun. But I'm like, I enjoy that. Then the guy that just goes out and gets it done on, you know, a, a killer tag, a private lease or, or whatever it is. Like I, I relate to that more, more than I do somebody propping up and sitting 10 feet behind a bull. They paid 20 grand to kill. I, I, I don't relate to that at all, but you know, and, and I'm out here getting my ass kicked, you know, 90% of the time, this minus this year, this year was phenomenal in the Elkwoods for me, but um, I, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not usually covered up in elk as much as I am. I mean, but this, this year is just like throw a dart and you couldn't miss. I mean, it was phenomenal. Never seen so many people in the woods where I hunt. So I'm rethinking some strategies there, but it just, I, I don't know, man. I, I, uh, I, I'm definitely not going to quit on point. It's not going away. Um, I, I had a conversation with my wife about it the other day. She's like, when's the last time you posted? I'm like, man, it's been a long time. Um, but I, I definitely have turned the corner. Um, I'm no longer a gear guy. Like I, I, I haven't shot any of the new bows. I don't care. Um, I, I'm not into promoting, you know, brands for free anymore. Like I, I just, I don't, I don't, um, what's moving the needle for me is, is more into, into the politics, you know, political stuff and, and, you know, protecting our rights and, uh, and just, educating people on what's going on out there. It's just, you know, none of this is going to matter if we can't buy a gun or we can't buy a tag, you know, like none of this is going to matter. So it just, uh, there's really important things going on out there. And that's not the, it's not the sexy stuff people want to hear about. It's, it's the, it's the real world. Like you need to freaking vote. And, um, that, that I've had really been hanging my hat on lately. And, and I'm trying to figure out how to, how to incorporate that in the podcast. And I still do love talking arrow setups and stuff like that. That's always going to be in, in my heart, but the gear reviews is, is that those days are probably gone. So they, they are, I'm going to say that right now. They're gone. <laughs> and, and that, but that's an, I think that's an evolution that we all go through as hunters, right? Is, is you have your priorities. And that's one of the things, 
trying to figure out how to affect it earlier on for folks, right, is is a big deal. And I think because it's an evolution, we by the time we hit that point, it's like, oh damn, we're we're so far behind the curve that mm-hmm. you feel trapped. And and I think most people, because of that, stay inactive. And and if I had a suggestion, if you're gonna tackle that, is how how do we get people that are newer or you know, green, if you will, in that realm, excited about that uh, outside of, and that's the thing that's funny, right? Is, is Chris, Jim and I are doing that, that series and people get pissed and it's like, look, we're not trying to piss you off, but we got to turn the corner as a group and there's too many people inactive. And then you have people that have these huge platforms that are entirely inactive in that realm that could have a larger impact. And it's like, damn it, you know, how, how do we do it? And it, it's frustrating. And then as a individual, it almost f- feels like it's impossible to make that big of an impact, right? Without, without getting those, you know, names or, or whatever it is behind that movement, man. And, and a legitimate movement, not a $35 membership for a t-shirt and all that bullshit, but, but yeah. actually activist in protecting what we love. Yeah. The the last thing I saw that I was actually a part of in like the smallest way was the how organization. Right. Um, I was, you know, you and I were both part of the promo on that and uh, you know, they're doing really good work. I I really like how they're making people aware. They're making it extremely easy to be active and to do something and to vote and to get the word out. And that that's been a really good, really good organization since I I know John Sloan was either ahead of it or, heading that up and, and, you know, shout out to him for doing something. And, and, you know, I'm, I, at the local level, I'm working, I'm, I'm on the OHA banquet, Oregon Hunters Association banquet uh, board here locally. Um, and I'm trying to, trying to rally the troops, you know, like I, I want to, I, I, here's my point. I'm tired of playing defense and I want to finally go on fucking offense. I want to go on offense. I want to start putting these guys in defense to where, Tell me why my idea is bad and tell me why maybe protecting every cougar in Oregon or every wolf in Oregon or, or having these seasons is a great idea because right now we're making so many dumb decisions that it's just, you can shake a stick and hit one. It's so stupid. Like there's one that I, and I know where it came from and and I'm not going to throw them under the bus because I don't want drama, but um, prominent guy here in, in Oregon came up with some ideas and, and they went through and he did it through the right channels. He, you know, he rallied his troops, has a bunch of supporters and, and, you know, we moved hunting seasons basically a week back. And uh, so we're going to be killing a fuck ton of blacktail on the rut now on top of killing spikes. So we made spikes legal a couple of years ago. Now we're moving rifle season um, back farther weeks. Now you're hunting right in the beginning of as, as the rut's really kicking off with a rifle. That's a great idea when you have low populations and then we're doing elk, everything got pushed back again. So now you're gaining, um, a week of rut late rut. I mean, you're, you're right there when the bulls are still screaming, um, for, for archery in Oregon. It's fantastic. It's great. If you have great fucking populations, which we don't, um, it's like, these are, these are really stupid decisions. And yeah, I understand why you made them because it's great for you, but you know, it's like, man, it's just, it's just one thing after another. And, 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 you know, Yes, I want great opportunities. Yes, I want simple regs and I want people to be able to understand what the regulations are, which is one of the reasons they used. But it's like 
you know, the, these, these decisions are not good long-term. And I, I, I know a lot of guys, I thought that was a great idea and a great move and the guides are loving it, but it's like, you know, you guys are thinking short term. Well, we don't have these populations. So, and, and, and not to get on a soapbox or anything, but yeah, it's just like you, you hear something on, on, you know, online and it's somebody that you respect and follow, but check their motives and, and see why they want to move these dates. And it's just like, well, a lot of that too is doing, doing your own GD research, right. Is, is understanding right. why assembly bill 2517 is on the table and, and not mm-hmm. just taking it for face value. It may not align with your values just because somebody that you follow says, this is what you should do. And, right. and that's one of the issues that I have across the board. And, and I agree. And it's Charles, Charles Whitwam that started, how.org. Um, okay. And, and John's yeah. helping him out in, in a big way. Um, and that's one of the hard things with how is it's okay. There's an action. Now I need to go read the action to make sure that I agree with the action that right. we're calling for. Right. So I, you don't necessarily have to just sign because somebody's saying sign or send the email, but if you do the research, make sure it aligns with your value set <laughs> instead of just fucking jumping on the bandwagon yeah. Who knows? The guy promoting it might be a buddy of the guy that wrote the motherfucker, or he hasn't done the research himself. It's it's just right. It's a shit show, dude. It's a shit. It's so it's so so frustrating. I get it. I get it to a point because because the marketing is is and we, we have talked about this right that whole industry thing that you would give me guff about, but I swear to you that this is part of that, and this is why it it kind of drove me crazy for so long, you know, and then I rethink that. And then I'm like, Nope, it's still fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, I think with any time there's money to be made in something that we're going to have those issues, but man, what else do you know that people do recreation, lifestyle, whatever you want to call it, that is so impacted by, by bullshit that, it's going to be taken away if we don't do it proactively. Like you said, there's nothing, I can't think of another thing that's affected the way hunting and firearm rights is. There's nothing skiing, snowboarding, motorcycle. What regulations are on all that shit? When people go out, you know, there's certain places, Joshua tree in California, right? You stay on trails, blah, 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 blah. But you can go ride a fucking motorcycle across any damn near any landscape you want and no one says a dang word. There's a few states, and I'm general, you know, generalizing, but there's nothing else that's as, as impacted as we are with right. this bullshit. Yeah, and and the problem is that there's a lot of it, and it's so for somebody with a full time job, you know, kids, yeah. a wife, and it, it you just I, I, you don't have time. I really I don't have time. I have to make the time. I have to force myself to really pay attention to these issues. And, um, if it wasn't for a couple Instagram, um, followers, um, and I wish I could shout them out cause they really do deserve it. I, I, I just don't remember. Um, they made me aware of one of the bills that we had in Oregon before anybody else did. Like, have you heard of 114? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then they sent boom, 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 read this. And I read it and I'm like, are you free? How have I not heard about this? We're voting this. We're voting on this in like eight months. How have I not heard about this and never seen anything on it. And then I brought it to the board and then a month later, there was, we finally got noticed from inside the organization. I'm like, okay, so finally it's catching on, but how did it make it this far with nothing without anybody? Yeah. Anybody making a peep. And it's just, you know, while these, while these 
other folks are out there, you know, doing all their good deeds, you know, we're, we're working. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's, it's, you know, I, I don't want to make this a, a, you know, a negative, you know, so no, no, I, I, I like it because it needs to be said and heard. And, and that that's the difference though, as we're in our nine to five and we're working and this is our passion, our hobby, yeah. whatever their nine to five is to, screw us that is their job right monday through friday and and most of those folks are dedicated right they're there they're probably there Mm -hmm. six seven days a week to shut us down yeah i mean you're you're competing against somebody that their sole goal is to take away your rights and you're trying to raise kids go to a job you know do yard work fill a tag here and there and it's just you know you've only got so much time so um, you know, it's not the reason I'm not uploading her at all, but I've just like, there's just more important things right. for me to be doing right now. And, and I know that's, that's one of a million reasons, but, um, you know, there, there's more important things for me to be doing right now with my time. And it just doesn't seem appropriate for me to go on and talk about, you know, 2023 bows when I've got shit that is really going to like, they, there's other bills that are worse than 114, like right now. And it's like, dude, how are, how are these even real. I, I do not understand yeah, it. Some of this shit's crazy. Um, yeah. IP three, like they don't want you eating meat. Like they are trying to outlaw any form of what they deem um, abuse to animals, cruelty yeah. to animals. You couldn't even do housekeeping with, with a cow. I mean, or if you're wanting to breed horses, you couldn't do that. That's, that's, that's raping a horse, yeah. you know, like, dude, I, on, when man. I read, when I read that and it talked about, <laughs> I mean, it literally says rape in it. And I'm like, yeah. what in the actual yeah, hell? Can't yeah, tether I a mean, dog. You can't, you know, it's like, yeah, okay, at what point yeah, does a leash yep. become illegal in a situation? You, you've like read, that? I mean, I don't think a leash become, I don't think a leash would be legal in that situation. It doesn't I mean, seem that way. You probably couldn't drive your car because you'd hit a bug. I mean, it is really <laughs> that, that stupid. Yeah, it is. Uh, it, it is. It is one degree short of that. You know, it's, it is insane. I mean, there is ones that, uh, these, these other folks, I, I don't want to get too much into it, but yeah, it's, it's just insane when you really start reading, you know, like what's in the omnibus bill. And it's like, there's no way that's in there. I'm like, no, that's actually real. <laughs> you know, I, I, I like, think a lot of that is them shooting for the stars and with, with as extreme as that is, they're going to hit the moon with some of that stuff. And any little bit of it is a victory. That's just precedence down the road in another state for another bill in that state. It, it's crazy. Oh. Yeah, it is. In in Oregon, you know, we're we're still fighting it. I mean, there's a there's an Eastern Oregon judge that's doing his job and doing a good job. And and um, but I mean, there's going to be parts and pieces of it that do go through. And and um, you know, it's going to be the new way of life here in Oregon. But you know, all it takes is for good good people to not do anything. Yeah. That's all it takes. It's always the case for evil, for evil to prevail. Yeah. So, but I, I, I want to get back on track. Like, do you have any big plans for this year? Like what is guy going to do to make this his best year ever? Dude, <laughs> you know, it, that that's a, it's a good question. It's an interesting question, but I can't look back on the last few years outside of the, you know, the COVID crap and all that and complain, to be honest with you. Um, I'm, I moved, I live, I, when, when you text me, I was in the backyard on the spotting scope watching a couple <laughs> cow calf groups, bro. Like, oh man. You know what I mean? So it, 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 that's an interesting question. I, I will say, so I have, I have a granddaughter coming, um, early February. 
So that's congratulations. Gonna, that's going to be a, a sob for a for a heck of a year send off, right? And you know, yeah. and it's just about making those memories on the mountain for me, man. You know, it's just me and Mama here, and we're on the mountain in some way, shape, or form just about every weekend, bro. Um, that's awesome. But yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's it's all perspective. I don't, I can't look back, and I there ain't no regrets, dude. You know, I get to, yeah. I get to, I get to text or call Garrett Weaver and say, Hey, you want to jump on real quick with me? You know what I mean? <laughs> there's nothing, you yeah. know, there's nothing, yeah. no complaints, man. I, I will say I want that damn 300 plus bull this year. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> he's, he's been eluding me, you know, that, that, uh, that would definitely make it, you know, a year to remember, but you know, I, I do no complaints, bro. No complaints. Yeah, I, I, I personally, I'm, I'm excited about the bear hunt giveaway we're doing. Um, that's probably the most excited thing I am excited about, um, is, is to what's sad is it's not sad. It's funny that the guys that are leading the competition are mainly from my area. <laughs> so I'm like, I was wanting to show somebody from the outside, like, here's, you know, here's where we live. Here's what we have. And, and it's going to be. <laughs> it's going to be an uphill battle for somebody that's not in Oregon to win because there's a lot of guys that are just killing it on the app from Oregon. But, um, you know, there's, I, I miss going to Arizona again this year. I was really wanting to do a late season. Um, and I'm looking for somebody to go on a date with. So if you want to go do that next January, let me know, but me and Jared, we're going to try and do that this year. And him and I just got too busy. Um, but I, I am, staking my flag in the ground. Like I'm going to Arizona next year for late at like seeing all the photos right now of these guys killing bucks. Oh, is dude. just like dude. some nice deer going down, bro. Yeah. And really it's like, nice. man, I just want to kill. I mean, I don't care if it's a coos. Like I just like a nice meal buck or even, you know, even a hundred inch, you know, that's probably a pretty big coos, but you know, a, a decent coos mm-hmm. cows, whatever you say. Um, you know, I haven't killed one of those before, you know, I wouldn't mind at least trying, trying my hand at one. Yeah. But that that'd probably be the easiest hunt that you and I could schedule less going to Texas. <laughs> yeah, right. We, hey, we were supposed to put something together for Texas too. Yeah. We certainly so, were. I'm writing but, it down right now, January 20th. <laughs> I've got a line on um some local um exotics. Uh years and years and years ago, um, a guy brought a bunch of exotic deer, fallow deer, axis deer, and they got out and, and they kind of spread it into this farm valley. Um, near where I live. And if you can find the right property, you can, you can hunt them anytime. So all you have to do is buy a tag. They're not a legal, you know, recognized game species. So you just have to have, have a hunt license. And I finally got a guy who's like, yeah, yeah, come on. I got like a hundred of them on my property and the big bucks start rutting and doing their thing in like June, you know, spring. So I'm Heck like, yeah. I finally got a beat on some access bucks and potentially some fallow bucks, but I'm going to fork out some cash for those. Cause they're not giving those ones away, but so well, Oregon's that's getting, fun. Oregon's getting a lot of, uh, those, you know, air quote, non-game species. I mean, you guys got the bison, um, up there running around and, and I think it's still just the one area, huh? Oh man. I don't even know where that would be. I mean, I know they were over by, um, like Chiloquin, um, you know, past like 97 over that way. But I, I don't know of any wild ones running around unless they got some running around around there, around like Fort Rock area. I'd have to look at look at my onyx because I had uh, a neighbor of yours drop me a pin on him and he had saw him. Because me and really, Freddie, yeah, me and Freddie had talked about going up and getting after him. 
that's a that's a secret right there so um, <laughs> yeah i know the barber the the uh owl dad we have owl dad yeah. that good luck freaking finding those things i yeah. yeah that's if i lived over in bend i'd be chasing those things right now i guarantee you but um i've got some i've got some some wild i mean they're wild access deer uh and, and fallow deer they're just hang out on private and public and 99 percent of the time they're on private so. so you just need your hunting license you don't even there's no that's, that's it yeah yeah and he doesn't want it done with a with a rifle he wants it done with a bow and he and i'm like well it's not really an issue um you know we'll we'll figure it out but yeah i'm, I'm pretty excited about that i had yeah. some maxis deer from uh from over there recently and it's just it is better i mean I, everybody says it's better it, it is better it's great neat so yeah, i've heard the same i ain't chased him yet well, shoot, man. Like I said, I just wanted to jump on for a few, bro. Tell you thank you, man. I appreciate, you know, again, your representation of us, the work that you're doing, the, everything that you've, you know, provided and offered everybody over the years, man. So appreciate your support, brother. Likewise. And, and I hope you keep plugging away, man. What you do is is helping people. And uh, we need good guys like you producing good content. So keep it up, brother. I really do appreciate you. Thank you, man. Looking at the... Uh uh, the, the snake river Canyon, but it got a little dark and cold out. That's a, uh, that's the King's range. That's where I spent most of, uh, most of my last season in California. Heck yeah. Ain't a bad view, yeah. man. I, that no. too, too bad. That state is turned into what it is, bro. Because, uh, man, did it have yeah. some beautiful landscape and opportunity. Yep. What's your, what's your time frame? What did you, did you say? I'm not going back for X amount of years. You know, I don't know. I, I kind of, I kind of left, you know, I mean, like it's California, right? Like I, I left a little salty based on everything that's been going on lately. And like the, the work, the work thing. And I mean, all that stuff. And, but I, I don't know how long I'll be able to not chase blacktail. You know what I mean? There's still, there's still, I, I had plans for the Yola bullies a couple years in a row and they just kept falling through. And, and that's, I mean, there's something about, you know, the, the biggest wilderness area in the state. I mean, still never setting foot in it. That, that kind of, gotcha. I might have to go back. Yeah. yeah. I, I said two years and then I'm like, man, I missed that California or the Catalina hunt. <laughs> yeah. That hunt is just, man, oh man, oh man. That was a hard one this year. So bro, uh, episode 300. Um, I just wanted to get on man and, <clears throat> the people listening to this are probably like, dude, you said it to everyone, but I don't know how else to do it. Um, but I just was reaching out to folks, man, that have supported me from day one that I look up to man, people that, you know, have, have seen a change via the podcast or discussions, um, and, and, you know, change their perspective, change their lives. And I'm like, man, that's the epitome of that is my boy McKelvey. So I had to get you on man and just tell you, thank you. And I appreciate the support, man. Um, over the years and, you know, I'm glad to call you a friend and a brother, man. And, you know, I, I appreciate the hell out of you, bro. So that's all I really wanted to say. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, likewise, I, I, I feel the same way, man. Like it's, it's been, uh, I don't know. It's been, uh, it's been a journey for sure. And, and one I never really, uh, you know, I, I didn't realize I was setting out on and I kind of just found myself in it and said, well, this don't feel so bad. Let's just, let's just run with it and see what happens. You know, it, 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 it's one of the coolest, one of the coolest things I've watched. Right. And, and when I remember when you first reached out to me and we're like, dude, I, you know, 
I listened and then it was like not the right time and I got back and then the switch flipped and do honestly that that's the reason I do it. Right. And, and whenever, whenever I'm like, all right, I think I'm done with this. I, I think I've, you know, done what I could do. And I always like, man, there's an, and, and I don't mean it negatively. I'm like, there's another Chris out there, right? Like that impact, yeah. it, it means a lot to me, man. And, you know, for you to share that with me and yeah, it just, it's just super cool, man. Now to see you up in, up in Idaho, man, chasing, chasing that dream and made it a reality, dude, just so freaking cool. You know, got the, yeah. got the family to a place where you can, you can breathe a little bit, you know, figuratively and yeah. literally, you know, and, yeah. and, well, and honestly, boys. yeah, that that's, yeah, it's, I have you to thank. And I mean this, you know, that, that change in, in, you know, in at least some part, you know, to you're you thank for that because all these I, I did, but I, you know, honestly, I'm, you know, we, we, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a macho lifestyle. You know what I mean? And we're, you know, we're big, bad chest pumping hunters and everything, but I'm a very hesitant person, honestly. And I, without the people that I've met through, you know, the hunting community that I definitely, I went from a guy that just sat back and watched, you know, like I, like I told you the, the first time we, we talked, you know, it was just, it was social media was something for me to vicariously make it from, from deer season to deer season by watching what everybody else was doing mm -hmm. and going from, you know, from a voyeur to a participant and, and actually engaging with people and, and, you know, having a, having a cop local to where I moved to that I could call and say, Hey, from, from a, from a law enforcement standpoint and a family man's, you know, mindset, how is this area to raise a family? You know what I mean? Right. And then, you know, land there. Cool. Okay. We don't know anybody when, when the moving help took off. Uh, and then, it, you know, find out that my work's going to have me gone a lot more than I realized, you know, we moved to the, I moved to the hub of my, you know, my, my fitter local up there and my work is two hours away, you know, so it doesn't, it doesn't really make sense to drive back and forth every day. How am I gonna, you know, try to accommodate my wife to where she still gets to, you know, have some semblance of of sanity to where she's not, yeah. you know, not wrestling little little gremlins all day long. Reach out to the people that, you know, that again that I've met through the hunting community, and I mean, Dennis basically voluntold both of his daughters. You know, he's like, if you need them, like I'll make it, I'll line it up. Uh, yeah. You know, hand a handful of other people, Bart, uh, ID, um, ID Elkter Fish. You know, his his daughter. Um, She's, she's sat for us a couple of times, um, reaching out to Michael Batiste and, you know, Hey, where's a, where's a bow shop when I need one, you know, stuff like that. I mean, Tracy, you know, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm in, I'm in his guest bedroom right now. You know, that I, that's I would right. Be, that's right. You know, I'd be, I'd have been couch surfing or, you know, sleeping Hotel in my car or something mm -hmm. for you. Right. Like, so it's, it's, it's been an awesome an awesome change to go from, you know, like I said, a, a, a reserve guy that, that probably wouldn't have made this jump. And if I did, you know, very, very hesitantly to, you know, just knowing, you know, I got a, I got a security net up there of sorts. And I mean, it's been, yeah, it's like, it's been a good change. It's like the best decision you've ever made that you should have made years ago. Right. I mean, that's, it's a yep. trip, man. And that, that's funny. Yeah. I don't want to say too loud because she was right outside the door. I mean, it, you know, I mean, it took me forever to convince my wife. I was like pounding oh, yeah. the table, you know? Yeah. And now she's like, I effing love it here. You know, it's like she yeah. said she was talking to Joe and Dennis last night. And uh, she was like, yeah, she said it's like a vacation every day. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you this. When it finally happened, was it, was it? 
did you did you guys sit down and have another conversation where you're saying, look, it's time we need to do this? Or did she did she come to you and be like, you know what, it's time? I walked in the house. I was I was dry. I had a busy, busy day at work, dude. And I had to pull over a couple times because I got like dizzy, just anxiety or stress. I don't know. And I walked in the house and I said, we're I'm fucking out of here. Six months. I don't <laughs> care. I'm leaving. If you want to stay in Lakewood, damn California, you can stay. I'm moving to Colorado. And she looked at me. She goes, you can't tell me that. I'm your wife. I said, you can stay or you can go. <laughs> and uh, I think it was two weeks later. That was Thanksgiving of last year. We were here for the week driving around. And then four months later, dude, we were here, you know, and it was just like, okay, we did it faster. And it was, yeah. you know, I think she finally saw it like, okay, he's, he's losing it. Like, and, and that dude, the stress of everything we went through in that crazy place over the last couple of years, when I say normal, when things got back to normal, whatever the hell that is, um, it seemed like there was a quarter more people, you know, 25% more people on the freeways. I mean, it was taking me 18 miles, dude, was taking me, you know, almost three hours. Bad enough, it was already two hours. And it was just like, I can't do yeah. it anymore, you know? And then driving around the LA basin at, you know, 60, 70 miles a day, you're sitting in traffic for six hours a day. Like, what am I doing? Knowing that yeah. for me, I didn't belong there, right? Like I was done, like, you know, like, get out of here. Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> you yeah. know, it was, uh, it's, it, it was an interesting thing. Best decision of my life, bro. I have no, even my neighbor across the street, he was like, dude, I've seen you. We were talking, we were out hunting or something the other a couple weeks, three, four weeks back. And he goes, man, I see the difference from when you got here and we met to now. He's like, like a different person. I'm like, bro, I don't have any stress. Like the weight is gone. What do I have to be mad about? I'm, I'm where I want it to be. And, you know, I was telling Garrett, I talked to him a little bit ago. I was out in the backyard an hour ago before the sun went down. Dude, I had my spot and scope and my uh, phone scope up watching cow-calf groups. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, ain't nothing wrong. Nothing nothing is yeah. wrong. You know, and it was just, yeah. oof. I, I'm just, it all in all, I, I was really scared of putting my foot down. And I love the living shit out of my wife. I mean, we've been together 27 years, 25 married this year. And yeah. it, it was a risk of her saying no, but then what is a risk of her being miserable or hating it because we're removed from everyone. Right. And, and right. it was, I, it was scary, man. You know what I mean? I can't do this without my wife. I can't, I can't function without my wife, however the hell that sounds. But, you know, since we were teenagers, we've been together. That's, it's what I know, you know, so that was oh, yeah. the scariest you know, part. I'm a, I'm a few years and a couple gray hairs behind you, but I'm in the same boat, man. Yeah. We were, my, my wife and I were, were 19 when we, when we met, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's a little bit, you know, it's like, oof, but I knew, I knew I was at the point and I think she realized, oh shit, he's at, you know, he's at that point. And I, and I told her this shit, it's killing me. It's killing me yeah. every single day. I had to pull over. It's killing me, but. You know, it's uh best decision I ever made. <laughs> you know what I mean? It it's just it's just been amazing, bro. What about you guys? How did it how did it pan out and how's the wife adjusting and Oh, they they're they're dialed in. I mean, she's got um, you know, they're her her and our oldest started ju doing jujitsu like six, eight months before 
before we moved and they found a you know same gym so it's basically just transfer into the you know the same same oh, gym up here you. and she's got a whole group um you know of, of jujitsu families which actually has worked out for me you know what i mean is she's she's the one that's actually meeting people there through all that and then i went i went goose hunting for the first time i've never i've never waterfowl hunted in my life a day in my life and i went goose hunting uh january 2nd uh with a with a dude that's uh there's down the street neighbor from uh one of the one of the families that she met and then talking about uh one of the another California uh, political refugee family that she knows through through jujitsu. Uh, husband's a firefighter. He went on a like a Indian reservation hunt where he so he's never had a never had a hunting license. It was a you know I don't I don't know how I don't know what all the logistics of that is, but he killed a killed a cow on a hunt with his dad. You know when he was eighteen twenty something like that, and he's never done any hunting since. And you know I've been I've been in his ear since I met him. I'm like you know he really should like it's something you should look at and their their boys birthdays are close and they're i think they're one year and three years older than our oldest so seven and seven and ten and uh i was talking to him at the at the birthday party and i was like hey what do you think about uh what do you think about spring bear and he's like i actually just finished getting my hunter safety course online i got another guy another guy that he was talking to that that works another jujitsu family he's a uh, fishing game guy so he he knows where he knows where all the animals are so i'm gonna try to work my way in with that with that group but i was like we should go uh we should go spring bear hunt i mean it's it's you know it's april there's nothing nothing too much else going on it's a good excuse to get out and you know get ready for for the rest of the season and and i can do it now you know what i mean like Heck yeah so trying to trying to bring in you know i got another guy that he's a fisherman another one of the you know buddies uh or husbands of my my wife's buddies and he's been fishing forever but interested in hunting never done it he just he's taken his course online and i'm gonna try to get him out this season too so how how fast did you kill the california plates you know honestly <laughs> i slacked because uh the work schedule and then having to um I'm still still making payments on my car, so I got There's all these hoops to jump through. I got to send the paperwork to the lien holder, right. and then get it sent back. But I didn't put enough information on it. I'm like, you guys know more about me than I do. You know <laughs> what I mean? You can fill this out. Just mail the thing. But no, I'm 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 good now, and uh, and nobody knows. So, yeah. <laughs> but honestly, it wasn't that bad. I didn't. You know, nobody tried to run me off the road. Nobody honking at me, flipping me off. So, I don't know. I guess you, you know, got to catch me to be able to tell me I'm an ass. So. Yeah, I was. That was the first thing I was like. We got here, and I'm like, okay, I gotta get a license, and I got these damn plates. I just wanted to disassociate, yeah. man. And it was more me than than anybody around me. But dude, it was like top priority. Like get yeah. it gone. I bent them plates through them. Sir, I ain't looking back. Like you couldn't get me to go back to that sob for a million dollars man especially oh, yeah. live you know what i mean yeah no freaking way but but man i don't want to hold you up any longer brother i just like i said i just wanted to get on and uh tell you thank you man i appreciate the support and congratulate you on the move and you know i, I hope you keep on that path man you're killing it and uh wish the best for you and the fam brother yeah thank you sir likewise on both i mean con you know congratulations on 300 and on the move, everything. And thank you for, you know, thank you for, for starting your podcast. Cause like I said, you know, that, that, that first one, like, you know, something, something clicked. And, uh, I think, uh, I think the snowball's got enough momentum. I don't think it's stopping. Heck yeah. Good shit, bro. All right, man. Take care, bro. I'll talk to you. Take it easy, bro. All right. See you.
pounding pounding this episode 300 out <laughs> well i was sitting there and i i saw your text and i'm like yeah sweet let's go and then you weren't responding i'm like hey dumbass he sent that to you an hour ago <laughs> <laughs> i figure you were busier on on the way in or something so i jumped on and uh got a couple other ones knocked out so no harm no foul bro that's what happens when you yeah. last minute larry everybody just trying to get something done <laughs> That's uh, all right. It's understandable. So no, nah, man, I, uh, you know, episode 300, it's kind of a, kind of a, a big deal as your, as you, you know, that's kind of your motto, right? Um, that's awesome. So I was, I was, you know, trying to figure out what do you do for, you know, a milestone. And for some reason that's a milestone in my head. Um, and I'm like, you know what, the best thing I could do is be grateful for all the people that have supported me, um, that mentored me that took the time to give a shit about what I was doing from our first conversation at Hunt Expo, man. So really, I just wanted to get on, get caught up for a few minutes and just tell you, thank you, brother. And, I, you know, I appreciate you and I appreciate what you do for, you know, the folks that are out there trying to chase elk. And um, yeah, that, that's all this is about, man. It's about me just saying thank you to the motherfuckers that gave uh, a shit. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you know what? I, I, I still remember that first meeting over there in Salt Lake. That was with that rag with that ragtag crew you were running around with. Let it fly. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. That, yeah. was, that was with Makana. That was we drove. Yeah. We we got. I was so pissed, dude. We we were supposed to leave at like noon on Friday, and then I forget dude's name. His buddy Johnny, I think, was his name. And uh, man, that some bitch. Something happened. His wife wouldn't let him leave till seven. So we drove all night, got to the hotel, had enough time to shower and get to the expo. (laughs) (laughs) I think we did 18 hours straight through, dude. I was smoked. And and look at look at where you are now. High high society with yeah. invites coming into booths and yeah. So I ain't got no high society anywhere near me. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. That's awesome. But now, nah, brother. So what's going on with uh, with El Colin Academy and what you got? Uh, what are you looking like for this upcoming year, man? So upcoming year is. Uh, you know, getting that, getting that transfer done. You know, I've been working really hard on redoing all of the educational and tutorial videos and and adding a bunch of stuff to, uh, make the transition off of Patreon over onto an actual e-course platform. So, you know, it's, it's just, it's going to make it a lot easier for people to find information, go back and rewatch videos. And, and, you know, that's, I, I've enjoyed the time on Patreon and, and it's been a, a great platform. And, but, you know, anytime somebody drops the membership, they do an exit interview. And so I, I went in and I really read a lot of these exit interviews. And that was the biggest thing was too hard to find information, too hard to find the videos. And because the way, way Patreon works, it always puts the newest one up top. So you got to scroll through everything. Uh-huh. There, there, there's no categories. You know, if somebody wants to, Hey, I, I, I want to focus on cow sounds, you know, <laughs> well, you're talking three years worth of videos getting loaded on there that they got to scroll down and, you know, find something. And, and, you know, the, the replays from live Q and A's are on there. So they got to scroll through all those to get to the tutorials. And so, so I just decided it was time to, um, you know, get, 
over onto an actual e-course platform Mm -hmm. so that there's chapters and and things. And I I really looked around at different platforms on how, because I knew what I wanted. And you know, the, the ability to, you know, do the live Q and A's and then, you know, throw that onto YouTube as an unlisted and be able to drop that in so that people, you know, can see it in a hosted platform. And so, yeah, I was going to try to launch it last year and, you know, I started filming out in May and then it just, Oh, I want to do a video on this. Oh, I want to do a video on that. Oh, and, and it just snowballed. And the next thing I know, it's like, holy crap, September's here and <laughs> I don't have time to put this That's thing right. together. Yep. So, so yeah, we're, you know, focusing on, you know, putting that together. And then um, Monday, I actually just uploaded a new video on to the YouTube channel that I'm kind of starting a new, new video series on there that kind of give a brief glimpse into some of the videos that'll be, you know, in the e-course like this, this one was, uh, uh, you know, what do elk eat? And it's, it's about a six and a half minute long video, but you know, in the e-course, it's going to dive a heck of a lot deeper into that. But at least on this one, it gives some of their, you know, most common food sources so that people can do a Google image search and go, Oh, that's what that is. Crap, I, I, I've seen that plant mm-hmm. out in my hunt area. And so it, it's just, you know, start little series like that that's that's going to be kind of brief introductions into the videos that you're going to see on the e-course. Um, and just to get back into that, you know, posting on YouTube. I mean, I, I post the live Q&As on there every two weeks, but the live Q&A now is for you know, those, those paid members. Mm-hmm. Um, cause that was the hard part when I was doing it before, you know, you're, you're sitting here doing a free live Q and a, and somebody asks a question, then all of a sudden you start diving into it and go, Ooh, this isn't very fair. I've got people that are over here. Paying information. Right. Right. And, and so, you know, it was hard to kind of disconnect the two. Oh, the best thing the best thing you've ever done was uh there was a guy that was airing your sessions on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know, and I'm I'm very thankful to that guy too. You know, so and it, it's funny because they still get they still get played. When you start getting into like May to September, dude, they get uh-huh. hit every single year. So folks, yeah. so for a while, I, I think that was like probably starting around episode 120-ish, um, I would release, I think every Wednesday, I would release uh, yep. Michael's- The audio uh, from those. The audio, right. And they're, I yeah. mean, they're, still, they're still crammed with info, dude. I mean, like I say, I, I start seeing them pop up. I think it's about May. And the downloads on them are strong still, man. And it's like, good. heck yeah. Good. So they're still, yeah, they're still getting it. Well, and that's one thing that, so, you know, last week did the, did the first live Q and a, you know, with the herd members and, and, and that's one thing that I asked him, I said, okay, this, you know, this is all about you guys. So tonight's session is what do you guys want to see for 2023? What, what, what topics, you know, do you guys want me to talk about? And, and I mean, it, it went from, Hey, let's focus on a specific sound and we do it as a group. You know, you could, you could almost treat this as a group lesson where you telling us how bad we suck or how bad we're doing <laughs> and how to adjust things. And, 
And, you know, another one was e-scouting to where I can do, you know, a live screen share. And they're looking right over my shoulder when I'm scouting an area using the tools. And, you know, so, th- so then they have that because we do it on Zoom because we're face to face. So then you can have that interaction right. of, hey, why did you, why, what was it about that interest that caught your attention? And why did you look at that? And, and you know, and then one person said, hey, you've been doing Wapiti Live Q&As for four years now. And I know at first you used to only do them in short sessions where there was no interaction. What do you think about going back to some of those early topics, pulling those topics back around and diving deeper into those and talking more in depth about them? And I'm like, you know, that's, that's that's a great great idea. idea. Yeah. 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 So, so a lot of exciting things coming up, you know, between the e-course and then, you know, the Wapiti Live, you know, Q and A's and, and just, uh, yeah, really, really, really wanted to step things up. Heck yeah. Well, I'm excited to excited to see it, brother. So give them. Oh, give he's them, looking upward. Give them. I'm looking at this painting of this freaking magnificent <laughs> seven by eight. Um, give them, give them, give the folks the strongest tidbit that you have for chasing bulls. No, let's say prepping for bulls come this September. The strongest. The for prepping for bulls. Yeah, getting ready to go chase bulls this September. What is the one, the one, the oh. most important, the upper echelon top shelf? There ain't no higher. You know what? Read everything that you can on elk and watch all kinds of different videos that that talk about their biological behavior. I mean, we all like to sit there and watch the hunting videos, but the hunting videos don't really explain why elk do what they do. And, and I think knowledge of what you're pursuing is the biggest tool that you can have out there. Um, because you know, what they're doing in January is different than what they're doing in June. And it's completely different than what they're doing in September. And so if you understand the elk's biological makeup and what they need to survive at the different time of the year, that's just going to help you. And that's one of the, one of the things that I hit in that, what do elk eat? I talked about spring and summer, fall and winter. So it gives you a brief tidbit on those different times of year, uh, because that's just one little piece of information that if you understand what they need to eat and when during the year, those specific plants are blooming or prominent within the elk area, that is going to help you locate elk easier, whether you're going out on a scouting trip or out on a hunting trip, whether it's an early season archery or a late season rifle hunt. That's just one thing of understanding their behavior that's just, I I think, is the biggest, most important tool that you can have. Heck yeah. That was, was, folks, a solid freaking answer <laughs> solid freaking answer that's i didn't expect any less that was awesome well brother like uh, i said man i just wanted to jump on man and you know tell you thank you for the support um you know the mentorship and, and the, the friendship and brotherhood man and i couldn't have done this episode i wouldn't even be at 300 without you so i had to i had to include you on here man 
means the world. Oh to me. man, I'll tell you what it's 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 been an incredible journey, and I'm blessed to to be, to be a part of it, and I'm I'm blessed to you know call you a brother and a great friend, and I'm just so appreciative that you've let me be a part of it, and and you know continue to bring me back, and, and I'm just so excited for your so, so excited for your future, and and you know here's here's the episode. 600 and eventually a thousand yeah we'll see (laughs) (laughs) all right bro i'll let you back to life man thank you for taking a few minutes man i'll talk to you you bet you bet brother have a great night bye bye how you doing man i'm excellent my brother how are you good thanks for having me on yeah absolutely man just gonna gonna snag a few minutes of your time man you know got uh number three zero zero dropping so, yeah, that's so cool, brother. Yeah, Congrats. Man. Thank you, bro. So, you know, I was, I'm beating a dead horse for the folks listening, right? And I, I'm apologizing, but I don't know how else to do this as I go from person to person. <laughs> sure, sure. But, but no, man, I, you know, I was looking at, you know, what am I going to do for episode 300? And then I go, you know what? I got to show my gratitude. I got to show the gratitude to the people that believe in me, the people that support yeah. me. Um you know, the people that I respect and, you know, or got got my back, you know, come hell or high water, man. And, and you know, goddamn right that you're on that list. Um, I appreciate that, brother. So I was Feeling like, yeah, yeah, bro. So, you know, that's all it is, man. It's just me showing my gratitude, man, and saying thank you for the support and the brotherhood. Um, and goddamn, did we have a good time in Elk Camp this year? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, it was like we were brothers from another mother, that's for sure. Yeah, racking, you know, hacking on each other and and uh, having fun and 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 look, got in some elk, you know, and uh, had a big time with both our hunters. And I thought you and I made a good team together, oh, figuring yeah. things out. Absolutely, and uh, you know, and. You know, we've we've known each other over podcasts for a little while, but that's the first time we'd ever been around one another, mm-hmm. and I can't wait to do it again. Oh, dude, I told Joe, I don't know if that was last night or day before, I'm like, dude, what are we doing? Because I'm itching already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've had a heck of a, you know, we, we've been hunting. I think Logan and I will go hunting again this weekend. It'll be kind of our last thing till we grab the skeeter and pull it out, and, uh, you know, things are starting to warm up down here in the bass fishing world, so... Uh, we'll make a little transition and, and get in the middle of that. And uh, Logan and I are fishing a little circuit this year called the Fishers of Men. It's a Christian-based group that uh, focuses on bringing guys to Christ and stuff like that through through fishing. And uh, so we'll have a, a little bit of stuff going on. I think we fish one tournament a month till like May or June. And then, you know, after that, you know, the focus has been uh, on getting myself in the best shape of, of my life. So... Um, that's what, that's what the focus has been back on a diet and, you know, trying to do things the right way. <laughs> I'll be dang dude. If I didn't jump down off tailgate the other day and tweak something in my knee and I don't think it's serious, but it did swell up. Uh, so I, I got something in there that didn't like it. You know, about 25 years ago, I got in a car accident and tore my medial meniscus in my knee. And uh, it wasn't bad enough for them to go and have surgery. And I don't know if my big ass jumping off that porch went ahead and tore the rest of it or not, but it's it's not sore in there. It just gets tight when I drive. If I'm sitting in one position, it swells up a little bit and gets tight. Uh, I can climb up and down things. I don't have any pain in it. So I think uh, I, I'd said I was going to go a couple of weeks and see how it responded just to taking it easy and mm-hmm. not doing a whole lot. 
So if it's if it's better this week, I probably won't go to the ortho. But if it swells up again on me uh, this weekend when I get to doing some things, I'm going to go in and let him take a look at it. Because if it's just a meniscus or something like that, they can they can you know do surgery on that, and I'm back in the game in six weeks. Right. So. You know, that's that's always the risk, too. Right. Because I did that last year with my back, man. When, you know, we were moving, I hurt my back. And, dude, I was yeah. like, I ain't going. My wife was like, you got to go to the doctor. You got to go to the ortho. I'm like, nope, nope. I don't want to hear <laughs> nothing about that until after September. <laughs> yeah. And that yeah. was that was my sole reason, bro, for not even dealing with it, you know. And I yeah. just it, it kind of hurt me to a point, though, um, because I babied it so much, right? I wouldn't, you know, I wasn't sure. working out hard. I was getting my little walks in, but they were not as vigorous um, yeah. as I'd have liked them to be. But, you know, you know how I am. I ain't, you ain't, you ain't getting me to sacrifice September. I'll wait on the day. <laughs> uh, and I was the same way in this past year. I was, you know, racing to get back, you know, with yeah. my arm tore up. And uh, so I got back and didn't get to do a whole lot of shooting and, and stuff like that. But I'm, I'm back in pretty good form now, man. Uh, been shooting quite a bit and, you know, on my off time. Uh, I don't shoot every day, but I've never done that anyway. But, you know, I shoot once or twice a week and, and, and I don't shoot that many arrows, just something to tighten me up, make sure my anchor feels good and, you know, stuff like that. And down here, man, you know, when we're whitetail hunting, we ain't taking 40, 50 hard shots at whitetails. It's not, we, I hunt thick, thick cover and river bottom stuff. So my, my shots are in that 25, 30 yard range. It ain't the whitetail, uh, man. It's that elusive New Mexico mule deer. Duh, that we got to get man. you tuned for. <laughs> Any mule deer, dude. Them suckers have got my number, dude. I'm telling you right now. I had, uh, I've had some opportunities in Texas guiding in West Texas to take some mule deer. And I did have to put one down for a guy who shot his legs out from under him. I had to run him down. I was guiding. And so I guess that qualifies as a kill, but it ain't with my bow. Right. And, uh, yeah, I got to, I definitely have a vendetta to settle with a New Mexico or a Colorado mule deer with my bow. That's oh, for sure. We got to, we, we got to get one when we're down on our hunt this year, man. We yeah, and, man. And I, again, my own stupidity, something that, you know, what if, I mean, we had our podcast last, last night was all about what ifs. And I, I told Joe, I said, I missed one. What if you're, you get stranded on a mountain and you beat your bow all to hell? Should you shoot your bow before you go out the next day? <laughs> I'm like, absolutely. Hell yeah. And then not only that, just understanding your equipment and your sight. My site has a lockdown screw on it, yeah. and I didn't know that. Uh, I I just knew that when you dialed that dial on top, it dialed the windage, you know, up and down. And I thought, well, it was snug enough to where it wouldn't move, you know, if you're traveling through brush. But when that set screw or that lock-in screw gets looser on the bottom, it allows it to really easily move up and down. And when you're going passing by stuff, it's dialing it the whole time. Yeah, that's crazy when, when you were uh... – telling that story on that episode i was like damn because i mean i was there i was there yeah. right after you know yeah. what i mean we were we were two minutes yeah. apart when you when you missed that buck and then we got back to camp man and you were shooting you looked <laughs> the look of of bewilder couldn't have been oh any stronger God. on a man's face when that arrow flew oh over God, that block dude. bro <laughs> i was like it didn't just go over the bike it went a foot yeah. over the block i'm yeah. like there's no way, I, you know, I, I, I shot again. I'm like, oh, my God, you know, what the heck? So, yeah, it was uh, it was definitely different. 
yeah, we got to get you one next year, bro. Even if you have to come yeah. up here uh, yeah. and get one, get after one, man. They got, Heck yeah. they got a spot across the uh, across the river here, man, that <coughs> I was in this year. And, dude, there was some phenomenal, phenomenal. Do you have to draw or can you buy it over the counter, dude, bro? It's over the counter. Really? Dude. Oh, cool. I, I have to make a point of doing that because that's kind of on my bucket list. Dude. It was, and he don't have to be no giant, dude. I just want a mule deer, you dude, know? There was, there, I missed one. Okay, I mm-hmm. missed one, and it was just, it was spot him. He's dogging two does. I'm running, trying to cut him off. So I'm running around, running around. He won't stop. He won't stop. I, you know, and I, mm-hmm. man, I never, I, I thought I had him ranged, and I went right under him. And dude, he's, yeah. he's, he was the largest antlered mule deer I have ever seen. Wow, that's a big on one. hoof in front of me. I mean, wow. just on the one the the close side to me, the left side, he had six mm-hmm. with just a bunch of trash. I mean, there's Kickers, no way yeah. I could count everything. And the other mm-hmm. side, dude, he was a bare minimum eight. Then he had wow. all this trash, but then he had a wow. barbed wire wrapped around <gasps> his beams, and I'm like. That's wow. a hell of a mount that just ran away. Yeah. <laughs> you know no that barbed doubt, wire would have stayed. Absolutely, dude. dude that, arrow, yeah. that arrow went under him, and I was just like, no way. And I'm like, I, I let him go for a second. He, he go up about 50 yards, man. He crossed into some private, and he turned. He looked at me, and I was like, oh, damn, the private, man. And I was like, all right, yeah. I'm going to just hang here. I watched, I watched where he walked. You know, and mm-hmm. I went and I looked at that arrow, man. It was bone ass dry. And I was like, oh, man. I know, bro. When I saw that arrow go over that big, and that mule deer I shot, that was a, you know, 155, 165 inch mule deer. I mean, he was all low too, buddy. Big old rumped son of a gun, dude. Mm-hmm. And uh, I cut that thing loose. And of course, you know, when you're shooting 53 yards, it looks like it's going to be high anyway. But man, it really looked high. <laughs> and when it <laughs> creased over the top of his back, dude, hit that tree behind him. He didn't even, he just kind of flinched like, well, what was that? You know? yeah. Like, I'm in disbelief. I'm like, oh my. And it was so perfect, too. It hit him right in the crease. And he was broadside, had really no clue I was there. I mean, he was looking dead in my direction. Uh, and what I didn't know is there was a smaller mule deer dogging me up from the left side and he's the one that busted everything. And, or I think I'd have got the second shot off. I got another arrow knock and was getting ready to draw. And they both started, you know, how they boing, boing, boing. They, they start boinging off, man. And I was like, I can't believe this. Well, when I, when I saw that buck initially, uh, he was with another deer. I didn't realize that it was another buck, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm because he was two other bucks. Oh, no way. There were two. Uh, yeah. yeah, there were three bucks together in that set. Two younger ones and then the big one. Yeah, because that sucker was down. He was down that drainage just, what would that have been? That would have been maybe just south of where you and Larry crossed to come up the other side. Gotcha. He, that's where I had saw him. So he was damn near in line with where you guys were at when, mm-hmm. you, when you took the shot with him or at him. Yeah. But that yep. was a that was a nice deer, man. That was a Ooh. really nice deer. I'm telling you, I'd have hung my hat on him. That's for daggum sure, man. Uh, my son's killed a, a real nice one in New Mexico. It was a management deer, but he's big antlered and big bodied and old, and uh, that was a really cool stock. He was 
I think Logan was 11 or 12, and it took us an hour to stalk in on that deer and uh, had one juniper tree between us and a big clump of mesquite that he was bedded in with nine does. And uh, the our, the outfitter that we were with, he dropped us off on a road, and we had to we had to sneak between that juniper tree and the road. We snuck between him and them, and we made it all the way to the juniper. Now that juniper tree was four hundred yards from us, right? And uh, we had just we were just easing along, and I was glassing, and I happened to see an ear move when I was when I was glassing, and that's how I found the does that were in there. And then I started looking. I went, oh, there's a buck right there with him bedded down and so we just kind of made the plan and and he said well what do you think I ought to do I said if I were you I'd just keep driving and let them focus on your vehicle you know mm-hmm. well what I didn't know guys the daggum road came around and it almost got within a hundred yards of them I didn't know that road <laughs> went all the way around like that right so he just kept driving and driving and driving and he he's the one we got to he had a walkie-talkie with him and I had mine with me and uh we we got to finally got to the wind was blowing like 45 miles an hour out of the west and uh we finally got to the juniper tree and i got logan all set up on his pack but dude the sand burrs were so bad that you couldn't get hardly prone so man he was full of you know we're wearing fleece so he was full of all them (laughs) sand burrs in his hands and everything i finally got him rolled out there on his pack and doped the wind i doped it I doped it while we were in the truck uh, on my Nikon spot on app. And, you know, I knew we were going to need about 10 inches of drift uh, with that 6.8 SPC bullet. And I said, you know, eight inches anyway. And I told him right where to right where to aim. And, man, he that that buck got up with those does and they actually ran towards the truck. And so that kind of brought him closer to us. And uh, he was 188 yards and Logan dumped him, man. I mean. Smoked him, yeah, with his little six eight uh, Thompson, and man, that that guy was freaked out. He come got out of the truck, started running over there. He goes, Kim, "That was the best shot I've ever seen from a ten year old." You know, what a shot, dude! He goes, "Did you tell him where to aim?" I said, "Oh yeah, I was doping the whole time with him." And he told me, he said, "I never." He had to aim at the front part of his chest, and I told him, "Don't leave hair, but put it right there on the right on the edge of his chest and pull the trigger." He goes. Well, Dad, if I'm wrong, it's going to eat him. It won't even, it'll just burn him. I said, no, I'm telling you, wind's going to drift it right in there, man. Dude, it center punched him right in the middle of the front shoulder. And uh, that was it. He couldn't tote that. Heck yeah. That's, man, that's the memories, dude. I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing like it. I mean, that, you know, you tell that story, I see your face light up. And it it brought me back to hunting down there in hill country in in your neck of the woods, man. And, you know, my boy is, I'm going to say he was seven years old, man, watching him, you know, it's a connotation with it, but basically watching a seven-year-old snipe, you know, whitetail down there, dude, where it's like all he has is a piece of neck and a little bit of shoulder, you know, at seven, man, punching him. And it's like, yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah. There ain't many memories I'm going to ever have that are going to outdo that in the field, man. Right, right. No doubt, brother. But, yeah, man. So, like I said, man, I just wanted to get on, man, and show my gratitude and appreciation, um, you know, and tell you thank you, man. And, you know, I appreciate your friendship, brother. 
Hey, man, brother, I appreciate it. it, Your friendship's invaluable to all of us, dude. And, um, you know, we've uh, enjoyed having you, you know, with us in the camp and and on the podcast. You know, we've learned a lot from you. And uh, like I said, your passion for the sport and for the conservation, everything is is infectious. So, man, blessed to have you as a friend and a brother. Thank you, man. Likewise, bro. You're welcome, dude. I'll let you back to it, bro. But, you know, I, I I feel like I'm a broken record on this episode, man, after, you know, these recordings. But, man, I can't I can't say thank you guys enough. You know, it's just it's oh, a big dude. deal to me, man. Big deal. How, how, are you, how are you going to try and meld it all together? Dude, I, I think what I'm going to do is just clean up the audio and I'm going to just drop it like this. It's my shit. I can do whatever the <laughs> fuck I want to do. Yeah, you no know doubt. I mean? It's my 300. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I just, like I say, I, I didn't know a better way to approach this, you know, feeling like, wow, 300 is a pretty good, a pretty good deal. And I've never done anything in terms of, you know, I don't want to say congratulate myself or patting myself on the back with it, but I've never looked at it in any other way than me just talking about what I'm passionate about and what I love with people that, you know, I I have some level of respect for, you know, can glean something off of and share those stories, man. So I saw that 300 and it just spoke to me a little bit and, you know, it's a spec. I mean, look, I, I forget where we're getting, we're closing in on 200, I think. So, uh, you know, again, you guys, you've been doing this a little bit longer than us and we've learned so much from you and been able to make connections with your connections and vice versa. It's been, uh, just an unbelievable brotherhood and I can't wait to spend more days of field with you guys. It's going to be here before we know it. I know. I (laughs) I can't wait. I I can't wait. I can't wait for the can't can't either, man. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? I, Jump yeah. back in the your, <laughs> Has your, uh, has your uh, weather gotten better there, or is it still pretty cold and snowy? It's It's been snowing. Today was probably the warmest day we've had in about a week. But we're – I'm going to say we're probably getting, you know, an inch, couple inches every single day just about for the last couple, gotcha. three weeks. We'll get right. a day or, you know, day and a half a break. But it's been – man, it's been heavenly, dude. It's like yeah. a, you walk out the front or back, dude. It's Winter like a Wonderland. Guy. Yeah, man. It's like a picture. We're driving down the road. My wife's singing that damn song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's too cool. Well, I mean, I envy you too, bro. You just said, heck with this mess and all this concrete and steel, and I'm headed to the mountains, yeah. Jack. So, yeah, you know, that's envious for sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get there one day. I, just, you know, sure. I got to the point where you, you just you got to do what set your soul on fire, man. You know, I 100% agree. No doubt. Got to do it. If not, I mean, we ain't guaranteed tomorrow. Right. So I could have, I could have been on my deathbed next year going, damn, I wish I'd have done that. You know what I mean? No, that's right. I'm going through that with my dad right now. You know, he's in hospice care and stuff and you know, his, his latter days are in front of him. And I know that that's uh, gone through his mind, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, I hope that, uh, Old boy passes peacefully, and we're praying for him. And uh, you know, he's uh, he's denied the the treatments and stuff like that going forward. So he and he just told me, he said, I told him, I said, Daddy, you understand that it, you know, if you don't do these treatments, you're gonna die. He said, I'm tired, Gilbert. I'm tired. I don't feel good. I've never felt this bad in my life. There's no way to live. He said, and I'm I'm done with people prodding me and stuff like that. I'm ready to get out. I'm like, okay, yeah, all right. Gotta We're gonna honor it. your wishes. Yes, We're gonna honor your wishes, brother. So, yep. Tell him I send uh, my love, man. I ain't never met the man, but tell him yeah. I send my love and prayers, man. And you know, I'll, I'll do it, brother. Yeah. I appreciate that. All right, my brother. I appreciate that. 
Well, uh, blessings to everybody in the family, dude. If you need something from me, let me know. And congrats on episode 300. Yeah, brother. Do me a favor. Let's make Jojo yes, jealous. Hit him with the outro. <laughs> and like we say down here in Texas, people, husbands, kiss your wives. Wives, kiss your husbands. Hug your babies. Keep your broad head sharp and your powder dry. And we'll see you next week right here on Western Contours Podcast. There we go, brother. I love you, man. I'll talk to you. Love you too, brother. Peace. Take care. Peace. Yep, pull the phone. Yeah, keep it right there next to that ugly mug. Man, it's the best I can do, baby. It's all I want to go. <laughs> What's up, man? What's up, you smelt-looking son of a bitch? I can barely hear you. You can barely hear me? Yeah. You have a, uh, earphones or anything yet? Grab, grab I'm not a high-tech redneck like you, man. Nah, um, grab, you, grab some earbuds or something. Might help. You got hey, some- hang on. Hang tight just a minute. Yeah. All right. No, I can't freaking hear you. I got headphones on and I'm not even here. Come on, you slap back. <laughs> turn your now vol- let's talk. Maybe I can hear turn your I volume. I can hear up. you now with these. Dude, it's it's peg. <laughs> Some old ass ears. <laughs> it plays down to the competition. <laughs> What you up to, man? Man, sitting here just uh, doing a, this little compilation for episode 300 of the podcast, man. And, you know, I was sitting back looking at everything and I'm like, man, you know, three 300 episodes. And I was, you know, it, it's hard to rack your brain on 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 people that, that stand out to you in, you know, in that amount of episodes um, for one way, you know, for one reason or another. Right. And, and then, you know, you're sitting here and you're thinking and you're jotting folks down and I'm like, man, my brother, Kurt, you know, showed me that, that this thing was reaching folks back East, you know, and, and just the, the friendship and brotherhood that we've, uh, we forged over the years, man, since we first started talking, you know, via social, um, ain't many folks, man, you know, give me a call almost on a weekly basis to check in and see how I'm doing, man. And I couldn't do, you know, episode 300 without getting you on, man, and express my appreciation for you and the gratitude for our brotherhood, man. So that's all I really want to do, man, <coughs> with this wow. episode wow. is, you know, yeah. and, uh, you know, there's certain people I'm like, you know, there's certain people I can get a hold of, certain people I couldn't, but you know, you you definitely one of uh one of my standouts, man. So I had to I had to make you a part of it and jump on here with you know with you and shoot the S for a second. Well, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, that, uh I mean, of course, you know how I feel about you, man. We have a good time talking and you know, how often do we not talk about hunting? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time we're just venting about uh, about work. Yeah, that's it, man. You know, chopping it up yeah. about about life and daughters and, you know, so, yeah, like yeah. I say, without, you know, with without you, man, I don't, you know, this, I don't know that I would have seen, you know, all that was possible in, in doing this and the reach and, you know, the impact that it could have, man. So I, I just really appreciate that, bro. Dude, man, you got it, man. Like I say, you're some of the best people I've met is through Instagram. And I hate social media as far as I think there's a lot worse than there is good to it. But it's meeting folks like you and a lot of the guys on your podcast I've met and several I've become friends with. Mm-hmm. And in all honesty, I've only met one or two of them. <laughs> Everybody else has been through phone and texting and stuff like that. that and that, that was a. 
a, a part of it that I never anticipated, right? The, the network, if you will, the community yeah. that was built around it, man. And that's one of the cooler aspects for me. It's like, you know, I never even imagined that. No, no, not at all. And, you know, it's one of those things you kind of come and go. And like I've been off, I haven't been on Instagram active for about three months now. And it's weird, but you forget about folks that you used to interact with on a daily. It's like, oh man, Uh, because my wife will still send me stuff on Instagram. And so I'll go on there and I'll see everybody's stories across the top. Like, shit, I forgot about him. Mm -hmm. And so I'll shoot him a text or I'll just go check and check up. But, you know, I'll get back on social media, but... Uh, but it's just nice. The fact that like say you and I have really connected and one day we are going to get together and shake hands and hug it out. And like Jeff Moran, you know, heard Jeff through you and ran into him one time at, uh, one of the shows up in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, we exchange phone numbers. We text out of the blue, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's nice to have in Christian Armstrong rep, you know, I'd say you three, of course, I always call you my big three anyway, <laughs> but you know, you're, you're my Insta celebrities, yeah. but just that fact that I can call and talk about something that's not social media. Mm-hmm. And that means a lot. And I appreciate that. You know, in fact, yeah. I've got better friends on the phone than I've got in person and that it goes something? a long way. And yeah. It's because of you, dude. Really, it is. And I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate you saying that, man. I, uh, yeah. Like I said, I did. that was an unintended consequence that, uh, and I love it, right? It's like, you know, we, we, we went, uh, tried to get you there on that. Uh, we went to Ron and Denise White's DR Long Range class, right? And that group of folks, you know, went, went, they were out hunting this year together. And, you know, that unintended consequence of building those friendships, man, and, and, and doing it, doing it just through real conversation and not a bunch of hoopla mm-hmm. and hype. And, you know, it means the world to me, man, when I look back. I mean, that's the, really, I mean, there's been multiple times where I'm like, yeah, I'm done with this. Then I look at that stuff and I'm like, man, there's still a chance to to make that kind of difference, right? Enrich people's yeah, lives and other people's lives. I, 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 yeah, I don't know how you keep up with it on a daily, on a regular basis, because, you know, your little niche, I guess, is limited, but you still keep finding them and you still keep doing it and you know you've got a you've got a gift for it man and that, you know that throat that doesn't hurt either nah. that <laughs> you know you, you have a face for a podcast that's for darn sure but you got the voice for it too look take one to no one <laughs> <laughs> hey, look at me baby <laughs> i don't know man you're looking pretty good though with that with that freaking full silver there man it, that, like i said yeah. we started looking pretty svelte there man Hey, look, I got my Cam Haynes PJs on. <laughs> Don't go any lower than that, though. <laughs> no, I got my dog PJs on. <laughs> oh, oh, is that, oh, that's that's the one that they had printed for you? Yeah, but I'll tell you what, that's a sorry animal. At least I got some PJs out of it. <laughs> well, I sure got taken on him. But, uh, you can't get and, any uh, kind of I, doodles, man. Do Any kind of doodle and curly-haired dog, man, I'm not the right owner. <laughs> dude, I love doodles. I love doodles. I love poodles. I love goldens, but I got gypped. It's just that simple. <laughs> <laughs> Poor dog. You know, the, yeah. But you know what? I'm going to qualify it because every time we talk is typically on our way home from work. And when that dog starts barking at you coming up the drive, man, you're off that phone yep. and, and attentive to that dog. So, 
He's the, both of them start woofing, man. I got to go because the wife's going to be waiting on me if I don't get in there and her. <laughs> cool, man. Well, brother, I'm not going to keep you much longer, man. I just want, like I said, get on and tell you I appreciate you, man. I appreciate our brotherhood. And, uh, man, thank you for your support and your friendship, man, over the last, you know, couple, three years here, man. Yes, sir. Love you, man. Appreciate Love it. You too, brother. I'll talk to you, man. All right. All right. Talk to you, guy. Later. There he you is. What's up, my man? What up, brother? How you doing, man? Not much, man. Just uh yeah, and in Indianapolis right now at the ATA. So yeah. uh dude, it's been a pretty freaking cool day. Yeah, I was um, supposed to be there, man. I got my ticket. I was supposed to be in the Bow Hitch booth. And Oh, uh, really? Yeah, just They're here at the ATA? Yeah, you I, I want you have you met Armando? No, oh, I'll dude. go over tomorrow yeah. and, and say hello. Yeah, you know what booth they're in? I have what no booth I, number? I, I could find okay. out. I'll text you. Yeah, and text it yeah. to me, and I'll definitely run over tomorrow and say hello, man. It was, it's been a pretty cool day, man. Um, I've been, we followed each other for a while now. This dude named Joel, and I want to say his last name's like Mershon mm-hmm. or something. But anyway, he's uh, an amputee as well. And he works for Lee and Tiffany Lakowski. Oh, nice. Uh, from the Crush. Right. Yeah. As a matter of fact, he bought their old home. They just built that new big, and he bought the one they used to live in and their land. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was walking along, and I heard Kate turn around. And it was him. I was like, dude, I know that guy. He come up. We hit it off, exchanged numbers. It wasn't an hour. He called. He said, man, come over to QAD booth. I was all right. And when I ran over he introduced me to Lee and Tiffany, hung out with them for a while today, talked. He's like, bro, I want to get you and Sydney uh, to Iowa. They do an early season disabled tag, and you can come hunt our land in Iowa next year. Heck, yeah. What a freaking way, man. Heck yeah. yeah. Yes. That's Been sweet. a cool day, man. Heck, Been yeah. a cool day. Well, hopefully this, uh, this caps off the day, man. Um, so episode 300. For the podcast, yep. man, and you know, you and I, we've, uh, sh- dude, four years, something like that, going on, maybe longer, maybe longer than that, you know, yeah, yeah. and uh, Don, but you know, just, just thank you, you know, thank you for being a brother, thank you for the support. Um, that's all no. this episode is, man. It's just me expressing my gratitude to a handful of people that I could get on, and you know, just to say thank you, man, for everything that you've done for me. Um, through the conversation, Honor. through, you know, inspiration, through the way you carry yourself through life, man. And, you know, um, you one of the must haves, my brother. So I had no, to. No, thank you. Honor, dude. Honor. That's a matter of fact, when we were on our way over here, we left at like 4 a.m. And I was just looking at my phone. I was like, oh, man, I forgot I have to do with Guy tonight. I, I told him, I said, there is no way. <laughs> I'm not doing this. If I got to sit out in the hall of the hotel room like I am now, like I, I, I'll go to bed after me and my homie chop it up. Heck yeah. But this dude, I was telling Chad Spangler, the guy I came over here with, I said, this cat has supported me and rolled with me uh, more than just about anybody, as much or more than anybody I can name. So no, this is an honor. Oh, this yeah. is 
You know, you uh, know, I always my got way your of back. thanking you, man. Yeah, yeah, and the same to you. I, same I always to you. got your back, bro. I mean, we've shared, you know, we've yeah. shared time on the phone, on the yeah. on the cast several times. And honestly, I mean, that's some hitters, dude. You can go back and listen yeah. to our first one we did, and that yeah. fucker still hits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. It, it, and and what has just been so humbling was how your listeners reached out to me every time we did one, you know, whether it's first ones or reflections, Mm -hmm. uh, how your listeners made it, made a point to reach out to me personally, you know, that means a lot, man, because there are times, man. And then, you know, life gets dark, but dealing with, you know, a disability and the pain it causes, there can be some dark nights and I can always go to, well, hey, man, remember when Elk Bros sent this message or, you know, when, when Barbell's bull, you know, he sent this or that, you know, and it just like you're doing this for so much, something much greater than yourself, man. I try. And a bro. community much greater than yourself. So that to be a small part of it, man, truly honored for real. No, it's an, for honor. Real. It's an honor to have you, bro. You know, no, well, honor, that means man. a lot, dude. Yeah, that means a lot. Yeah, it was. You know, we went out. We went out to uh to Ron and Denise's man. You know, and yeah. we got to spend that time and and have some fun plinking steel and yeah. whatnot, man. That was, uh, yeah. you know, that was uh, you know, a, a memory. I almost said a hunt, but you know, damn near likened to no. a memory of a yeah. lifetime, man. And and the group of folks that we were with on that, and you know, to see that camaraderie blossom and grow. You know, away yep. from the podcast and away from yeah, me, man. Yeah. That is just yeah. spectacular. Yeah, job. I could call any one of those people right now and say, hey, I need you. And every one of them would be there. Yep. No that's doubt. Right. You through all of them. Yep. And that's that's pretty special, man. Yeah. That's was, pretty special. I was just talking to Kurt, man. And, and you know, when I started this, I had a I had a vision. I had a goal. But, but the unintended consequence of the podcast being the community and the network of folks that, that has built in and around it, dude is, is really what keeps me going. You know what I mean? Yeah. When I look at it, when yeah. I get tired of doing it or feel frustrated, man, I'll look at something or somebody will reach out like, dude, what are you doing? You know? And then just a couple of these conversations that I've had over the last couple of days, putting this together, you know, it's like, okay, that's it. this is why this is yeah. this is why I do it right and and we we yeah. tend to lose sight of it you know or we get wrapped up and you know sometimes we feel sorry for ourselves or get tired of doing certain mm-hmm. things and it's just like man I did this for a greater good and uh, yeah. you know just just hearing you say that it's like yeah it's another that's a new, another reason that it solidifies you know that I got to keep I got to yeah. keep rolling with it man and yeah. you know stick to stick to the message in the path and before I forget, because I was, I remember the last time I checked, you just happened to be sold out and it's been forever. Do you have any more of your shirts back online? Oh yeah. I, they're not on, they're not online. Uh, cause I'm a, a could a, I just like Venmo you shoot me all the info. The shirts are a thousand dollars, 26 cents. Okay. 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 I'll send cash, whatever cash or check, cash, whatever you cash, need. Cash is king. Hey, and you know what? It almost—it's funny because tonight, yeah, I'm big fucking baller. Uh, we just went to this restaurant. Chad recommended, and I brought some money to blow. 
you know, but I did not know I was going to blow $200 on dinner. <laughs> 260. I said, bro, I got $200 cash. If it goes over that, you got to pay the rest. And it ended up being 260. So I blew $200 on fucking dinner tonight, but it was worth it, man. Like we and him were saying. Yeah. Just the memories we made today and then some of these connections. Because I mentioned to Joel um, that I was looking to launch by March uh, Project Greater Than for the Great Ones podcast. Mm-hmm. And he was like, bro, I'm on board. I love the idea, the message behind it. Any way I can help. He said, if you think Lee and Tiffany could help you in any way, let me know. I'll make it happen. I was just like, dude, yeah, $200, that's nothing for what? Nah. Today. Nah, yeah. And it's, you know, that, that uh, it's always warranted at some point, man, to go, yeah. to go do that. Yeah. Man, especially in yeah. your company. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Splurge a little bit. Yeah. You can't beat that, man. Cannot yeah. beat it. So, so, yeah, this, uh, so what, what are we looking at here today? What, I guess the, what are we going to talk about? Shit, we Just already, chopping it up? We're or? already talking about it, bro. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> That's Heck yeah. It. Right on. That's right it, on. I didn't know if it was a yeah. certain message you no. were trying to drive home. No, man. I mean, the message is, I mean, honestly, I mean, if, if I had to, if I had to put a finger on it, it's gratitude, man. Just being grateful yeah. for, you know, the people that, uh, that have supported me and the people that uh, I surround myself with and, and, and call family and friends. And, you know, that's, that's all the message is, bro. Uh, You know, and I don't have to, I don't answer to nobody with this. I could do it. You know, I could do it my way. And if people listen, they listen. If they don't, then, you know, scroll to the next month. People are going to listen, man. Yeah. I just, uh, you know, I, I didn't know what else to do about it. I, I was I felt pretty good about seeing three hundred even, you know, through my through yeah. my months of slack and through elk season, you know, last couple of years. But uh yeah, I was like Dude, that's a big something. deal. Yeah, I was like I'm three hundred episodes. Yeah. Yeah. You know that's a big deal. So it's uh it's been a it's been a hell of a ride. Yeah. It's a fun ride sometimes. It's it's frustrating. Um, but I think, like I say, a lot of that is you lose sight of, or, or you kind of, you know, put your blinders on to why you started or why you're doing it. Um, yeah. you know, and it is what it is, but you know, still here, still, still pumping them out. Um, yeah. you know, still having yep. an impact and however, however large or small that is, man, is still an impact. So, you know, exactly. Good, and, and yeah, yeah. I, and in my eyes, there's no large or small impact. There's just impact. impact. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. Well, because, that goes you know, <laughs> that goes right back to what I was saying, right? You get your blinders on, and that's you know that's yeah, part of it. Yeah. That's, that's pretty insightful. Yeah, yeah. you just smack yeah. me in my face. <laughs> There's just impact, man. Exactly, just that's, impact. That's, it. that's right. Shoot. Yeah. So what? Uh, you still chasing bucks, huh? Yeah, going to try when I get back. I just got over a good seven-day bug. I'd been down with the weather for the last seven days. And, uh, man, we got hit hard with EHD out here this year. We have one mature buck, one mature age class buck on the farm. Damn. And, yeah, and if I would have taken my muzzleloader during gun season instead of my bow, I'd have killed him. But you had my bow. You wouldn't have been satisfied with that. Yeah, exactly. That's why I took my bow. Yeah, that's exactly but, um, why you're there with your bow. Yeah, but he's still around. I got I got to go pull the card probably Saturday when I get home. But the last time I pulled it, 
Now he's not a regular, but he is coming through that area. I got two different times he come. So that's all I need. He did. Hey, he's he alive. Did. He's, he's alive <laughs> and he's he's in the area. Yeah. You know, I'll catch a good weather front with the right white right wind and hopefully I can make it happen. And if not, that's what I, I told dad. I said, Dad, if nothing else, and we just end up got to using our three tags on dough. A, our freezers are full, and that's why we do this in the first place. But B, we're going to be able to help the buck-to-dough ratio very good in one season if, you know, me, you, and my roommate all take three does. There's nine doe out of the herd, and we've already lost some of the bucks to EHD this year. Let's We got three beautiful three-and-a-half-year-olds, and they're all alive. So in the next year or two, all, hopefully all three of them are alive and yeah, we'll be back. We'll be back. Yeah. That, but, well, um, that, that other buck won't be. And that's one thing. So I'm a, so folks know, right. When, when Tate sets out on an animal and gets any semblance of pattern from that animal, that's a dead yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm pretty sure I, yeah, know where he's, where he's at. Um, and right now he is being nocturnal, but I just got to wait on that big temperature drop, man. You know, uh, the last picture I had of him was when we had that big front come through and I was house sitting, so I couldn't go out, but with wind chills, it got down to negative 25 and he was out, you know? So if I can catch a good weather front, uh, we're at like 50 degrees right now, but if I catch a high of 19 degrees for that day. I'll kill him, you know, so I'm just going to be patient and keep my eye on future weather and find that big weather front and I'll put an arrow through his ass. Yeah. I already, I already know yeah. he's dead if that falls in line. Yeah. Well, yeah. brother, I, uh, I appreciate you, man. Um, respect the hell out of you. Thank you for everything, man. And, uh, honored, man, I, truly I love honored. man. And, and you love know, you too, guy. I'll, uh, I'll let you get back after it, man. You enjoy the rest of that ATA. Go rub uh, good old Armando on the head. Just walk up to him. Don't yeah. say nothing. Walk up okay. to him and rub him on his bald head and say, guy said hi. I will. I, just I will. Do it just like that. that, bro. Yes, 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 I will. Text me, like I said. Okay. Text me their booth number. Okay. And I will gladly, gladly do that tomorrow. And uh, like I said, man, um, thank you yep. because – I think sometimes you don't realize the platform you, you give us, you know, um, I, I always said if when I made the mental switch, like to quit thinking of this birth defect as my curse and make it my cause, any platform I could get on and know it just helped one person that was a win to me. Mm -hmm. Like I said, buddy, you have no idea how many of your listeners, people I would have never known existed without you and what you're doing, reach out to me to say, Hey, this helped me in this way. Or, you know, that to me, buddy, like you're the one giving the platform to us to make an impact. So I love you to pieces and I'm freaking honored to call you a brother. Likewise, brother. Likewise. Yeah. All right, man. Awesome, my man. Yeah, brother. Well, get back and to congratulations it, on uh, going to be a granddaddy, by the yeah, way. Yeah, man. Congratulations. February, I see man. Yeah, yeah, pretty excited Yeah, tell about the wife congrats. Will do, man. As well, man. Yeah, Kaya Jane. Right. 
All right, my brother. Awesome. Enjoy ATA. Love you, bud. All right, man. I love yes, you, sir. too. Take care. You bet. Bye. Yes, sir. Bye. Well, that's a wrap on episode 300. Just want to take a minute to thank everybody for the support. Not just the folks I've had on uh, this episode, but uh, everyone that's supported the podcast, that's been a part of the podcast, that's reached out. Thank you so much for your support. It means the world. Uh, it's nothing, you know, nothing that I would have ever imagined when I started this platform. It was just me trying to expose, in my opinion, what the important things in hunting are. Uh, and that's, you know, the human side, our demographic, the things that makes us tick, chasing our passions, you know, beating our demons, et cetera, et cetera. And that really means the most to me. Uh, if I had to leave with anything that I've learned over the last 300 episodes, it's speak and hold your truth close, but don't be so arrogant that someone else's truth has no validity. I think if we can remember that and live by that, It'll enlighten us and uh, brighten our lives on a daily basis. God bless you. Thank you. Love you all.